Welcome to The Hunter's Home, a Monster Hunter community podcast for hunters by hunters. Welcome, Hunters, to the Hunter's Hub, a Monster Hunter podcast. Today, we are joined by my co-host, the Wrath of Gog. Um, I am Fortuan, in case you don't know. And we have our guests, Jealous Crow. Hey, what's up? And Vengeful Torture. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Very interested in him. <laughs> what? Very interested in me? Name. Oh yeah, it stems from yeah, it stems from angsty <laughs> oh. uh, teenage years that just never went away. <laughs> nice, <laughs> that rocker side. Right. Okay. Cool. So, what we normally like to start out with uh, introductions. So, I guess uh, I'll just start out uh, by introducing myself, um, and we'll just go around the table for each of these topics. Yep. It was like, what's our history? And then, so everyone gets to chime in and then we'll move on to the next question. Okay. Sure. Um, so my history with Monster Hunter is that I started on the original Monster Hunter on PS2. Um, my friend was a beta tester for the US um, on his original PlayStation 2. And I don't know, it was through some magazine, PlayStation magazine or something like that. He got a beta disc. Um, and he was ra- ranting and raving about how great the game was. Uh, and I was resisting because it looked like stupid anime to me. Giant big swords, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And I was just like, that's not interesting. That's just not. Um, but I gave in, uh, and I spent all of my Christmas money in 2004 to buy it. And a network adapter, I got to play one match online, and I was hooked. And then I had to go on vacation to Georgia. So that's kind of how i got into it um over the years i have played every game that has come out in the u.s as well as imported a few including monster hunter double cross that i'm playing right now very Um, nice so i've been hard into the series ever since i've been praying for u.s releases ever since (laughs) (laughs) you and me both Uh, yeah um so from there, um, I started, you know, I, I didn't really get into the community until 2010, 2011, sort of the more online community of Monster Hunter, um, where eventually I found Reddit, and now I'm a moderator on the r slash Monster Hunter subreddit. So, there we go. Yeah. So, nice. what's your history, Jealous Crow? Uh, yeah, so I also started with Monster Hunter 1. On the PS2, the the original Monster Hunter. It's kind of a fluke how I actually started playing it. I think it was like one of my younger brother's friends. And he's kind of like an interesting fellow. He's into like fighting now. I don't know why he was playing video games with us. But he just came over one day and just had this random game. And it was Monster Hunter. And I was like, okay, let's, let's try this out. And I played it. 
and I ended up like just loving it. And I can still remember my first like wrath loss hunt. And let's just say like I wasn't prepared for it. It was like one of those egg missions, and you had to like return an egg. And I was like, yeah, let's just see if I can take yeah. this wrath loss down. And I, and I did like after like a few tries. Oh nice. wow! Nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, lots of bombs, lots of traps, and I think I went to like the last like five minutes. I had like five minutes remaining of the quest. <laughs> Yeah, so since then I've played every single US release. I've never dabbled in any of the Japanese releases like Double Cross or I guess Monster Hunter 2 is out for PS2, I think, in Japan. Or maybe PS3, I'm not too sure. Um, uh, PS2. I did not import that one. Yeah, I never imported it, but I did watch like lots of videos and loved it. I loved like the PSP ones, played all of them. Played Try, I really like Try and 3 Ultimate. And now mm-hmm. I'm like I played for you. And got into generations, but didn't like generations, and kind of I was kind of upset at the end of generations that I stopped playing for you, to like hmm. jump into generations. But yeah, I'm stoked <laughs> for world though. Who isn't? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who isn't right? Yeah. Uh, so my co-host Wrath of Gog, what was your Monster Hunter history? Okay, well I started with um, Monster Hunter Try. Basically, I I was looking for a 3DS game to play. And I saw the Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. Uh, this was before I got my 3DS, and this is why I didn't play Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. I saw the Azura Rathalos with the dude with the big-ass sword, and I was like, man, that looks pretty damn awesome. So I went and I got Try, uh, tried that game out. It was actually really, really fun, except I had no idea what I was doing, because I had no way to learn what I was doing. Um, I was also 14, and this was... This was before I'd ever gotten into the whole looking up how to do everything stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just me kind of exploring how to do it and trying to use the hammer because that was the only thing I could do. Um, <laughs> I hit a wall, which was Uragan, I think. And then I went to 3 Ultimate, and I made it much farther in that game. Uh, I got around late high rank in both the village and online. Um, on the 3DS, okay. because I finally got the 3DS, and that was what I was able to play it. Um, then I went and I played 4 Ultimate, and then I played... I started Generations, um, where I... Well, actually, we're going to talk about the subreddit later. So, um, I made it through Generations. It was the second game that I actually got to the end of the game. Granted, mm-hmm. I've gotten to almost G-Rank in every single one of the games, and then for mm-hmm. you, I actually got to the end of G-Rank. Um, and nice. then later I went back and I finished 3 Ultimate, and I got to the end of the G-Rank in that. And then I kind of have just been playing around ever since. Kind of fell off of it for a little bit, but I just today played some Monster Hunter again, which was kind of fun. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Good. Um, Benchel Torture, where did you start? Uh, sure, and just to help, you can just refer to me as VT in the future. It's a lot shorter. Vermont, <laughs> that's where I'm from. Wow. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I started with Monster Hunter 1 back in 2005. I think it was August 9th at about like 8 <laughs> in the morning. Uh, and I know this because, and you guys are going to laugh, because the first time I ever saw Monster Hunter was at band camp. My, uh, my buddy, yeah, my buddy that... I was rooming with, brought his PS2, and he was like, hey, you got to check this game out. And so he showed me what was Monster Hunter, and I was like, that looks incredible. It looks like so much fun. You suck at it right now, but I'll get it. We'll play together. It'll be great. And I, I asked him one question before I bought it. I was like, so I see you're using like a great sword, and there's like a hammer and sword and shield. 
are there dual swords? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, awesome. I'm down. Absolutely. That got me in 100%. And so ever since then, uh, I've just been playing monster, pretty much every Monster Hunter that's come to the States. Um, and a few imports, I actually imported Portable 3rd um, and really enjoyed that one since that was sort of like the last, I guess it was really like the last PSP title. Um, and since I've kind of sort of a Sony fanboy, I've always stuck on the PlayStation consoles as much as possible. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, re- I really enjoyed making that that monster hunter last a little bit longer until we, you know, obviously finally left and went to the Nintendo 3ds era. So yeah. I, I played all the ones on the PSP, the original and then portable third, and then took kind of a hiatus when try came out. I was one of the salty ones left behind without a Wii. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I finally broke down. I played it a few times at my friends try and, um, it was okay, it was fun, but I didn't have a lot of time to commit to it because I didn't have my own console and I wasn't going to buy one just for one game um, until I went completely back assward on that and bought my own 3DS just for Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate when I just had to play Monster Hunter again. It had been like a year or two break since I stopped playing and I just had to oh, play yeah. it. Yeah, it was, it was driving me nuts. So I, I picked up the limited edition um, for Ultimate 3DS and mm, played... Yeah, played, the... the- which was it the Kushala dollar Kushala? Yeah, yeah, it's it's really yeah. sick looking. You know, it's got kind of like a metallic finish and stuff to it. It looks really nice. Um, and so I, I played that for a little while, and then I had a pretty good YouTube going with Portable Third, and so I wanted to do that with uh, Four Ultimate. I was like, oh, maybe I'll get back into this again. That'll be a lot of fun. So I sent it out to get hacked my 3DS so I could record. And it didn't come back for like three months. <laughs> I and forgot so, that actually. Yeah, and so like by the time it got back, like everyone had like left me in the dust. I mean, obviously, of course, and whatever. And the community was just kind of like I don't want to say dead, but it, it didn't fit my needs, I guess, to catch up. So I just stopped playing. And then Generations came out, and I played a lot of that. And now I'm just kind of on a break again until World, anxiously holding on to my seat until it comes back to my beloved PlayStation. Oh, that's going to be so nice. Alrighty. So for the second question, uh, we'd like to answer, what is our top three monsters? Uh, And kind of go into a little bit of detail uh, as to why. Um, So for me, number one, and always will be, is Diablos. Um, It's really cool design. I love the roar, the sort of scream roar that that, uh, it sort of does. And um, it all stemmed from the dual horns quest um four horns i should say oh oh having flashbacks (laughs) yeah so original monster hunter four horns was the urgent to get into the final six star quests six yeah yeah um and the it was an urgent that i needed to do and i would go online and i'd be i'd hunt with everybody and i'd be like Okay, can we do my four horns and everyone would drop? Like it was just <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> all the cards. Everyone, no, yeah, no one. Well, no, they would just drop from the room. They would leave. <laughs> oh. um, no one wanted to do it. Um, so I would, I would then, you know, just I would be like, okay, well, I really want to fight Diablos, and then like I just sort of learned how to fight him, so that you could fight him offline eventually, and I just learned how to fight him really well. And in that, in those days, four horns was like you needed four people, 
everyone had to be carrying sonic bombs it was, it was almost an impossible quest yeah it was tough right so i finally did get it done and i felt so achieved and i felt so grateful for the three random hunters that helped me out and, um, i finished and we did all four all four of us did our urgents um just stuck around helped each other out um and it's probably one of my better monster hunter memories and i dislike diablos and i when i figured out he was uh, an herbivore that made him so much cooler in my opinion <laughs> yeah because it's just it's it's, it's amazing to see such a intimidating figure and it's like no i eat cactus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um my number two is ignactor um i'm huge on monster ecology i love the idea of stuff and the fact that he cannot ignite his own flame mm. he just has to clack his teeth and he yeah. does that clacking and and then when he finally does he can't control it so he's like a fire hose and he whips his head around and it, it and they finally like rests into control and just sort of just like forces that beam across the way mm. it's just i've always felt that it is just a purely cool design um and the fact that his like lava armor cools off and becomes hard. And then when he goes underground, it gets soft. And it's just like all the ideas that Ignactor was. Um, and then the, I kind of flip flop on my third one a lot, but I think I am going to settle on Kieran just because I like Kieran. The hell is wrong with it's, you? No offense. <laughs> I, I like it. Um, Kieran, I love mythology. I love, uh, mythological creatures and Kirin is the only one that exists outside of monster. Yeah, it's from Japan, correct? It's yeah, it is yeah. a mythological creature in J- Japanese lore. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I guess it's not surprising. Actually, it's a Japanese game, but yeah. Do you actually like fighting Kirin then, or you just like the idea yeah, of Kirin? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I like both. Um, I like every monster. That's not. That's something <laughs> I say every time, and no one believes me, but I do. I like every. I will. I'll, I'll say this. I like every boss monster. Okay. Screw Vespoids. <laughs> I was gonna say that was that was my thing. I was like, "Really, Vespoids? Do you though?" And Afros, yeah, um, which have no purpose in life, except for in Monster Hunter World, where there be like walls for me to watch get destroyed, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Raw meat, man. You could you could use them for anything. I have billions of raw meat, man. It's like half of my it's like half of my inventory. Or I mean, half of my item box, besides honey. <laughs> Yeah, it's all oh, about the honey. Well, you you, you got to stock up, stock up on that honey when you can. I do. Yeah, that honey is like in-game currency. Like you it, can trade your, honey like, for like yeah. other stuff. Some guy, I, I'm pretty sure that's actually happened to me before. I'm pretty sure some dude actually was yeah. like, "Do you need honey?" And then he was like, "Can we do this quest if I give you this honey?" I was like, no. <laughs> "Yeah." That sounds like the start of a CSI show. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's my top three. What about you, Jealous Girl? Uh, yeah, so definitely the same for the first one. I think Diablos is probably my favorite monster yes. of all the Monster Hunter monsters. <laughs> I just think, yes. I just think he's like the hardest battle. Like I think, like compared to every monster, he's like the most high intensity, and like the most people like will die to him. Mm-hmm. They'll just like get caught off guard. They'll just die. And I've definitely I've killed so many Diablos in my like Monster Hunter career. I just I just love him. Uh, you went through a lot of the points, just like the herbivore thing, and like, like tons of tons of reasons why. It definitely like one of the harder quests, like the four horns. It's just like, I think that just like kind mm. of makes you remember him. You just never forget. It's yeah. just pasted it, into your. He brain. also had the, 
Yeah. He also had the old one. The the old one horn. Oh yeah. That oh. was like literally the hardest Diablos ever. Yeah. Devil Blows is what it, what we called him. Devil Blows, yeah. yeah. Devil Blows. Yeah, before like the actual Devil Blows that we saw in what is it, Gen or Double, Double Cross. Cross? Yeah. Yeah. Frontier? Are you talking about? Because there's an actual volcanic one in Frontier. Yeah, he's got like rockets oh, coming no, out of his horns. It's crazy. No, I'm not yeah. talking about that. No, one. I'm talking yeah. like, are you talking about the, the one deviant. from uh, Unite? Uh, the one horn from Unite. Mm, yeah, he was in Unite. Yeah, um, yeah, that was. I the, think he started he, in Freedom Two, though. He might have been. He might have uh, been. A, I think he was a carryover. Those two blend. Was, I mean, Freedom Two and Unite are. Yeah just an extension obviously but uh yeah yeah i remember him very vividly destroying me with all of my confidence going in there thinking oh yeah. i've got i've got this he's just a devil he's just a blow second handle it no i couldn't i died so fast such a great fight though i find he's just like the most entertaining fight like some of the fights kind of get like routine whereas i feel like he always keeps you on your toes so what, what was the difference between him and a uh, diablos besides him like just hitting harder i'm pretty sure he was uh always enraged like, as soon as you got yes. in, he just charged you down. You're like, well, okay, I died once. Great. And we go back Jeez. at this again. He yeah. was always enraged, and he had, like, triple health or something like that. And, like, it, it was, was, and he did double damage. It was just, like, he was just amped up. Damn. Yeah. I'm so glad they brought him back for World. It was, like, he wasn't in Generations at all, which really, like, bummed me out. But, yeah. They brought I him back that. for Double Cross, which in, I guess is, like, the Yeah, expansion. he's in Double Cross. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, going for I haven't the, fought him yet, but. Going for the second... My second favorite monster, I'd probably say Crimson Fatalis. Nice. Mm. Yeah, Crimson Fatalis is like just a great fight. I have like vivid memories of like me soloing Crimson Fatalis on like a PSP with like the eternal schisms, just like trying to spam the dragon damage as much as I can. Just like very vivid <laughs> memories. Trying to get my I younger did it with brother. The popcorn gun lance. Yeah. The what? Popcorn gun lance. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yes. Nice. It's, isn't it just called the popper? Something like that. I forget. Yeah, I forget what it's called. But like, I mean, if anyone's fought Crimson Fatalis, you know why. He's a great monster to fight. He's badass. Yeah, yeah. he's really just so is. cool. Um, also, sounds like an eagle. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. He was also like doable. Like you could actually solo him. Like I remember, like That's... you could solo like everything. I assume, except for maybe some like high rank G stuff. If you don't have like that G, G rank equipment already but he was, he was a yeah good that's kind of what i was thinking too when you like of the three fatalises like black is well i mean depending on what game you're talking about black's pretty straightforward it's white's classic. really difficult but yeah. like crimson was like that nice in between where it was it seemed really difficult at first but once you figured him out it was yeah, like, exactly. okay mm. you just gotta know where to stand no one to walk away it's all right he's not really that cheap yeah you know? yeah yeah compared to the black awesome. fatalis just like one shot see if he steps on you sometimes you're just mm -hmm. like what yeah and for the third, tail like, was horrible. Oh yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. If you played the original Monster Hunter, like, like did anyone actually blade mastered him? I don't think so. It's like I saw one guy do it once. You get like all the way to HR like I, I think it was like twenty, right? Like twenty was max in the first yeah. one. You get all the way to HR yes. twenty using like a great sword or lance because lance are OP. And then to fight like the last monster in the game, you just you have to build a bow gun, <laughs> like and just oh, cluster yeah. shot him to death. I I remember trying to get to my first fatalis and doing yeah. so many after that. Yeah, it was. It was terrifying. Yeah. And then they, I was so disappointed when they brought him into the later series, like in Unite and stuff, when I finally got back to fighting him again, or Freedom 2. Yeah. And uh, it was just like, oh, this isn't, he isn't as crazy, like insanely difficult as I remember. Maybe I was just making it up. But I think, yeah. I, looking, 
they definitely Looking made back him overpowered. at videos he was yeah in monster Hunter one he was he was insane yeah but Alrighty. for the third monster i'm not too sure um it's kind of hard to really choose i mean i like the laoshan lungs they're classic Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say Kieran, but now I kind of like don't want to say Kieran. I want to be like different, but I mean, you already do. Just say whatever Diablos. it is. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. you don't have to be different. I, I was gonna say Kieran, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, there it is. It's Kieran. I actually like <laughs> okay. when, you're, when you were saying you like fighting Kieran. I actually don't like fighting Kieran, <laughs> especially because like, oh, okay. if you're using any sort of like, if you're using like a lance or like a sword and shield, you're just gonna get wrecked by your teammates like all the time. It's just too small yeah. of a monster, but I do yeah, like too... I like the idea of Kieran. I think it's a really cool fight, but it's not that fun. Oh, I think um, hitting Kieran in the horn and knocking him down, oh, I think yeah. it's one of the more satisfying knockdowns you can do. Oh yeah, it goes flying. Because it, <laughs> yeah, well that and it's such a heavy critical, yeah. you could feel it. Yeah, and, and like then you're like able to narrowly dodge out of the way. I just think it's a fun fight because it's so it's so like hair's edge. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's f- and even in the newer games, it's that way. So <laughs> I, get- I, I think he's a fun fight to an extent. Depends on the weapon you're using. Um, yeah. But sure. I think that his a lot of his moves just because it's like he does a ton of attacks and then he stops and then you just kind of smack him two times and then he does a lot of attacks and then he stops and then you smack him a few times. It's just kind yeah. Of, that's my issue as well. It feels like, you it you feels watch him like, run around. Sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, it feels like you are doing one of the large elders where you're just on rails and you're just waiting for phases, is literally what it feels like. Mm-hmm. It's just very... He was classified as an elder dragon, I think, in the original. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he still, still is. is, but like, oh, still I, is, meant, okay. I meant like Jen Moran, where you just kind of hang out until he does a certain thing, and then you attack, and then you wait, and then you attack. Yeah. He definitely mixes it up, uh, but it, any monster has an opening. Yeah, yeah. He just has a more... Um, pronounced opening, I would say. Well, yeah, because he doesn't have um, any openings in between. <laughs> no. He usually um, turns immediately and he, does another attack. He does like a string of three charges in some way. He's he's an angered Kelby. <laughs> I mean, that's what the angered Kelby's Kelby do. Yeah, he's a Kelby drill. <laughs> <The Kelby drum. laughs> no, the issue yeah. I have with Kieran is that he walks past you kind of nonchalantly, bumps you down, and half your health is gone, and you're like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's a swagger. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a Camellios' oh. walk. Yeah, mm. the uh, like the, um, the Michael Jackson. Yeah. He does the, like the little thriller movement, and he charges forward. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Wrath of Gog. What are your top three? Monsters? Okay. Well, this is gonna be a surprise to you, Fortune, because I'm actually overall just because of playing generations, it's kind of changed. Like. I, I base it mm-hmm. mostly off of gameplay and just off of just kind of things that I really like. Um, sure. I'm going to start with my third because I'm not sure about my first. My third is definitely Camellios now. And nice. okay. the reason is I had been fighting him a fair amount like a month or two ago. I, I really wanted to make... I think I wanted to make his greatsword because it's basically invisible. And I thought that mm-hmm. was cool. Um, and... Long story short, I beat him, and I finally watched the full cutscene of his death, where he stands up, and then his tongue just goes, what? And then he falls over. 
And I, <laughs> I literally laughed my butt off when I saw that. I could not believe that that was a thing that I just had never seen after playing through, you know, 4 Ultimate. Um, and after that, I kind of started to, you know, just from fighting him, I started to appreciate his attacks and his moveset and how he's actually a really well-designed monster, in my opinion. Just the way that, he's... you know, he has a lot of moves that are made to attack front and back, you know? Like, he, he has a lot of moves that he can attack at all sides instead of turn towards the person, charge, turn towards the person, charge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and not yeah, just... He's a very like, different monster, which is kind of cool yeah, in yeah. his own way. It's very, very unique. Um, armor is also awesome. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, Sorcerer armor. Pretty much. And, yeah, I just, I really liked fighting him and it was just very fun to me for some reason. And Very good for mix sets, too. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of yeah. high skill points put into different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what exactly he has, though. I I don't remember, but I remember a lot of um, Athena's ASS. Yeah, he typically had, uh, at least in Unite and past ones, he has like high-grade earplugs and uh, wind resistance are typically his two mainstays, but yeah. recently they kind of changed that up a little bit. They give him like status and stuff like that, too, I think. Yeah, Forgotten yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what he has. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I think, hmm, I think my second would probably be Legia Cruz. Okay. I very, I like, I definitely also learned to appreciate him a lot more um, because I've been practicing the Gunlance with Guild Style, or I had been. Again, this was like two months ago. Yeah. But I fought him a lot more, and he's one of the monsters with AOE or yeah, AOE attacks that you can actually guard without guard up and yes it just feels really good to defend against him um it feels like i always feel in control when i'm fighting him and especially in generations all of his new attacks that he was given were a huge improvement on his design um and on land yes <laughs> yeah um, basically <laughs> Double. Well, I actually, I really liked him in 3U when he was underwater, but that's because I played Gunlance, and that was like the only way you could fight him, um, or in my opinion. Um, <laughs> and you know, I really liked how they changed him, like how they made him with such a a much more varied move set. Because you know, his body shape for him being so large, there's not really that many physical moves that they could give him so by giving him all these crazy aoe things just made him so much more fun um especially the way that they used um like a lot of ivory's attacks which is a monster that was very fun to fight um and then i think my first monster is tied between two and they're both subspecies and this is because i was going back to for you and i was practicing charge blade um the Tiger Stripe Zamtrios and the sh- uh, Shrouded Narcilla. Um, okay. Those, whoa. This is so random. Yeah, so different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, I just, I always had a kind of a slight appreciation for them, but especially, I think maybe Shrouded might be a little bit higher up. And the reason is, um, and, and like this is, again, this is purely because of like it's been updated over like doing this two months ago of just me playing a lot of Monster Hunter, um, mm-hmm. and Shrouded Narcilla 
gave me a lot of like drive the first time I went through G rank way way back when I first got into G rank for you. He was the first mm -hmm. monster that I fought in G rank because the end of high rank I did online because I needed it to get through Dalamador because I had no idea how to fight him. And right. uh, these guys were like, oh, you're new to G-Rank. What armor do you want to get? I was like, I don't know. And they're like, you should get Shroud and Ursula. So I went in with high-rank armor and weapons, and I hadn't even fought Ursula yet. I hadn't fought anything in G1. I, I was fighting something in G2 with these other guys. Um, and I run into the sand dunes going, huh, I haven't seen this thing before. And it, like, immediately in the entrance came up out of the ground and smashed into me with its pincers and killed me. And I was like... Welcome to G-Rank. What the hell? Yeah, and much. I hated it. It was so stupid. Like, it was kind of a cool idea that he was, like, you know, diving underground. And I was like, this is stupid. This is so boring. I don't want to do this anymore. But two months ago, I came back and I started making my way through G-Rank solo because I wanted to get good at, at Charge Blade. Um, the 4U version that I never really played. Um, or I did, but I never played with guard points and the way that the MLG players use it. Um, or not Major League. <laughs> I guess it's not really a Major League game, but you know. Uh, and I got trashed. But it was so fun to fight Shrouded for some reason. I just, I love the idea. I love his animation of going underground where he just slams his face into the ground and then just, like, rips at the ground and dives under so cool to me yeah um like there's just there's so much movement involved with how it attacks it's very cool um i also zamtrios uh tiger stripe zamtrios scared the uh, crap out of me and he is so unique compared to the normal zamtrios the way he bounces back and forth between the two forms it's so mm -hmm. effortless and it's so it's so much better done to me than how Zamtrios is done. Especially yeah, he is because... A really, um, sorry, what were you going to say? I was like, he is a really uh, well-designed subspecies mm -hmm. in the fact that he's very different from his original species. Yeah, I really like that about him. Even though like, I hated fighting him. He has the varying difference that... Uh, like, he has the level of difference that a, a Deviant would get, which is cool. Even though it's not yeah. classified mm. the same way. Um, and... Yeah, I liked that he was actually a threat when he was in his marshmallow mode. I never, ever have felt threatened <laughs> in such a way by. by him until I fought Tiger Stripe Zamtrios. Um, because he can do his double jump, he can do the thing where he just turns and does the, uh, the water cannon, which was horrible because I think the armor I was using at the time was Tetsu uh, X, mm -hmm. so that was terrible against water. Yeah, I was in the same scenario too, actually. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a good beginner set because it has that defense mm -hmm. in yep. the G break. Yeah, yeah <laughs> honestly, for you, like Tetsu's the way to go. Every time you start something, if you're solo, you just you need to use it until you get a better set. Um, yeah, he's easy to kill, and yeah, it offers decent entry skills, mm -hmm. which is kind of nice. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's it. Sorry, I rambled on a little bit. <laughs> no, it's cool. Alrighty, yeah. so that's uh, that's all of our monsters, uh, and finally we're going to get into what our favorite weapons are. What about um, my monsters? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, he talks so long. I know. I did. <laughs> yeah, you. Nah. 
I'll run through them real quick. I already know what they are. Nice. Okay. Good. Uh, don't go too quick because it's hard for me to edit in noises between them. So. Oh yeah, right. You do do that fancy stuff. That's cool. Um, <laughs> Barioth is my number one. And Not a bad choice. Yeah. Not a bad. Yeah, choice. You know, I I feel like I betray myself every time I say that, and I'm looking at three Barioth stickers on my PC. Right, well, they're magnets on my PC right <laughs> now. And I, I, I just have to go with him. One, his armor design is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. And even though he never had the best skills, in my opinion, it was I still liked using it. Constitution, whatever. Um, but I, I fell in love with Narga as soon as I started fighting him. And the fact that they translated essentially that skeleton body type and some of the moveset over to like a prehistoric Arctic, just a sleek-looking monster, such as Baryoth, just makes me so happy. Um, yeah, he's he's so cool. He's so much yeah. fun to fight. He's yeah, not he... super difficult, so mm-hmm. everyone, no one really has like a vendetta against him. Mm-hmm. So you never you can fight him as much as you want, which is kind of nice. I mean, Tri-Baryoth yeah. is kind of a force to be reckoned with. I don't think I ever reached him in Tri. Tri, so he, I'm pretty sure his combos were longer. They were like they added certain um, idols that he would have after combos that he didn't have in try, and in try he just kind of continuously attacked you. Oh, okay. You I didn't have in 3U? That's what I meant, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, he is definitely my number one, and his subspecies is also really cool, which had really, yep. really decent weapons in Portable 3rd mm-hmm. as well. Um, so he's my number one. My number two, which... Uh, was my number one for a while, and people always think it's weird. Uh, is Keizu actually? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. You got the little Google there. Yeah, and it's exactly what I get. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, actually, it's it's been kind of popular. Um, so it's popular in Japan. Um, well, yeah, uh, hen- hentai and stuff. Well, <laughs> not just no, not just that. But <laughs> yeah, I, well, no, I remember listening to one of your previous podcasts. You said in uh, Japan. Uh, apparently he's kind of a, a cute monster. Yes. Um, yeah, he's considered you just cute. love that weird um, leech neck thing that he has on his ass. <laughs> but uh, no, that's not why. Oh, okay. But sorry, um, I, it's, it's hard to tell had... with all the veiny, fleshy grossness on his body. Um, we did have um, an episode um, in the previous podcast where we talk about. Um, the Good Samaritan, and um, him and the other guest uh, for that pod were both fans of Kazoo. Um, okay. So it's it's not as uncommon as you would think. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. But yeah, he was um, ever since Monster Hunter One. Like I encountered him, and I was cruising along pretty well once I got the flow of the game. But he's always kind of been like a stopping point for myself and like new people and, and stuff it seems because he's one of the first monsters you kind of has that high grade earplugs and even if you can get the earplugs early on you're not going to have hge and so he just abuses his scream all the time you really have to learn how to position yourself because it lasts so long and he reacts so fast after it that he's sort of a he's always been kind of a gate for me and he was one of the first gates in monster hunter one that i bypassed on my own and actually found that even though I was going dual blades main, I had to switch weapons and really adapt to him. So he's always kind of represented like the ideology of Monster Hunter to me of, okay, you go in, it's not working. He's You have to plan a, a different way of attacking this guy, try a different weapon, go back, 
end up beating him and just learn to adapt and evolve. So I really like, for some reason, he just kind of embodies that for me. So I really like him for that, in fact. Okay. Cool. And then my third, you'll like this, is Diablos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a lot of the same reasons yes. you said earlier. But again, it, it stems back from Monster Hunter 1. That nostalgia kicks in every time of the four horns. And he was the biggest just difficulty that you could you could come up with in Monster Hunter 1 for for most things. And he had such such good weapons, good great armor, a lot of fun to fight, but really difficult and just a really well-designed monster that I think is is one one of the best ones even that stands the test of time even still. He's unique Definitely. and just so difficult still, just so difficult. <laughs> it's really funny to listen yep. to you guys say this stuff because again, I'm I'm just to point out, I'm the odd one out that hasn't played Monster Hunter one, which is the topic. So it's funny that Four Horns is the reason you like Diablos, and it's <laughs> yeah. the thing that was in Monster Hunter One that hasn't been in. Because I was I was locked on Four Horns for like I don't know two or three weeks until I could find a group that would do it. Much like much like Fortuan said, you know, no one wanted to do it. <laughs> he was so difficult, and I mean they have made him quite a bit more manageable. I wouldn't say easy, but manageable uh, since really since uh, freedom past that i really mm-hmm. want to see your guys's reaction to uh massacre demon diablos <laughs> he's a he's a he's a treat <laughs> yeah he's I, a I believe it different monster it's very cool um it's in, i think it's a lot of his i'll get there eventually Sorry, that's in double i'll crumbs. get there eventually oh you'll, you're gonna get there and you're gonna not want to be there well it's <laughs> he's honestly he wasn't He's not bad until he gets into his like super angry steam mode, and that's when it gets kind of scary. But yeah. um, that's why the last version is the hardest because he's like in it. I think he's in it uh, again. I haven't played this in a long time. Uh, I think he's in it the majority of the fight. I don't know if he actually starts like half health or something, but I think it's I think it's a little bit higher than he usually starts into that phase. Hmm. It's also really cool, and I, I forget when I learned this, but the Black Diablos, which is a more difficult version of the regular Diablos, mm-hmm. is just a female Diablos in heat. Yes. Which, mm-hmm. yeah, that ecology thing like started the whole. I, I didn't realize that they went. The developers went into the background. The monster is so much like that, mm-hmm. and so when I found that out, I was like, "Oh, that's amazing!" It also explains why it's so much more difficult to fight Black Diablos. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's pissed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the Wrath Loss. The Rathalos yeah. Rathian like connection to really stood out like in the original. It's just like, okay, like this is like an yeah. actual like ecosystem world. This is like, you know, it's interesting. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I can't wait yep. to see how they interact in the world. I, I'm wondering if they're gonna have any like I don't know, I want I don't wanna say cute, but like just like interacting animations <laughs> where oh, yeah. it's obvious that they're, you know, together. That would be pretty it. cool. A mated pair or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a male female pair. Like a, pair a, a mated dance or something like that. That'd be cool. Chicken dance. Wow, <laughs> I, I don't know what it would be, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So now we will get into the weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, we should point uh, out so, this is definitely like as the intro podcast. This is going to be longer, and we should just accept that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Although. Um, don't worry about time. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, so, um, for my favorite weapon, um, I'm going to say Charge Blade. Um, 
And as typical as that sounds or whatever, it's the fact that I was a hammer bro um, from Freedom 2 all the way to For You. And I got tired of not being able to cut tails. I just... <laughs> I, I've been a solo hunter for the majority of my hunts. Um, I, I occasionally would fight with my brother, but... Um, Basically, by the time that 3U rolled around, I was pretty much on my own most of the time. Um, and Hammer by yourself is doable, and, it, you know, people do speed runs and that kind of stuff with it. But mm-hmm. I'm a person who likes to do all of the breaks. And a tail not being cut off is is something sad to me. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's one of the main attractions of Monster Hunter. Yeah. yeah. That's where all the rarest uh, drops are, too, right? Getting the plates and rubies. Uh, yeah. It's another chance at some of the rarest jobs, yeah. yes. Um, so what you uh, what I decided to do is I switched it up and I went to um, Sword and Shield, but I didn't it didn't click with me. Uh, I was taking very too much time on any quest I was doing. Um, I almost timed out on a Gravius and low rank. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, that'll happen. And I was just like, this is just not clicking with me. So I saw a video from Gaijin Hunter um, about guard pointing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. And um, I'm going to start using the charge blade. And then eventually when I started trying to guard point, I was doing it on Silver Lose for the first time. <laughs> jump, just jump right in, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm not like some you know most optimal player. Uh, it's it's something that I enjoy doing. I like guard pointing and generations. I only play charge blade and I only play adept charge blade just because I love the move set for it. Um, I don't use the adept dodge so much. I more use the adept guard, um, and that's how I charge the uh, files into the shield mm-hmm. because you can do that on mm-hmm. the adept block. And um, it's just, I don't know, it's just how I like to play. Uh, it's going to be a bit of an adjustment for me getting into the world, but it's a, it's a bridge to cross here in January, not today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm curious what they're going to change for all the weapons. I've seen some of the videos. It looks like Switch Axe is a pretty cool thing where you can just like stab into the monster and you kind of just sit there hanging on and unload the charge I- into it. I definitely suggest you check out Eric's gaming's videos. Mm-hmm. I have. I've watched yes. a lot of them, yeah. Okay. There's okay. all kinds of new stuff. It's very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I haven't on, seen the newest um, one, like the crafting and stuff like that. It's it's basically what we know already. It's just another okay. video that he had some footage from Gamescom for. Um, nice. It's just, yeah, it's still really interesting, though. It had a few things about combining that we didn't really notice, which was cool. So, um, what is your favorite weapon, Jealous? So, I think... My favorite weapon is kind of, like, fluctuated between each, like, game. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, the very first Monster Hunter, it was Lance. I mean, hmm. you couldn't really headlock with anything else, right? So uh, No, you couldn't. <laughs> the Lance was pretty much overpowered <laughs> in the first one. And then I switched over to, like, a Sword and Shield with, like, the PSP versions. And then I kind of okay. came into the same situation, like you were saying. Like, I remember... I forget what Sword and Shield I was using. It was, like, one of the ice ones, and it was against, like, a Black Gravios... And I just kept timing out. Like, it would just take so long to get through these quests, like, solo. Mm. So then I switched into Greatsword. Yeah. And I loved Greatsword. Like, I've been using Greatsword off and on forever. Mm. Um, I'd have to say my top weapon is the Greatsword. 
Nice. Just okay. just after everything is like all said and done, like I just played through generations, just basically greatsword the whole way. For four ultimate, I used the insect glaive because it was like the newest weapon. It's like I might as well try this out. Loved it, but I found it to be like overpowered. It's like the only yeah. And for you, the, the insect glaive was pretty nuts. Yeah, it's like Sparky. the only weapon that can like jump around and like constantly mount monsters. Right? It was like ridiculous. Also, its motion <laughs> values were just through the roof. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I'd say greatsword. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Classic. Oh yes. Nice. Yeah. Um, I I'll say that I'm pretty like I'm definitely in a similar boat where I definitely jump around to different weapons. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I try them all, but yeah. But I I'm mainly a hammer and gun lancer. Um, but I definitely like charge nice. blade, um, light bow gun, uh, great sword, uh, hunting horn, <laughs> like <laughs> like everything's pretty up there except. I hate the bow with a passion. For some reason, it just never clicked with me. <laughs> what? Oh man, I, bow's so much fun. I really, I really it, enjoy it. Has it has never ever clicked with me. I, I've tried it every single game. It's the only weapon that I just can't play. Uh, I have no idea why. I really want to be able to play it because I do think that it's a very interesting and mobile weapon. Um, I'm just, definitely gonna try so it world perfectly again, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Unlike Fortuan, I was a hammer main, was a hammer main, was a hammer main, went into For You, <laughs> saw the charge blade. Pl- yeah. I actually did drop the hammer for that one game and use the charge blade. But then I jumped back on the hammer because I was fine with not cutting tails because I already got tails from using Gunlance. Um, so yeah. I basically, I want to say that it's definitely a close match between hammer and Gunlance. Um, you know, both of the weapons are very strange in a, in a sense. Hammer has a very limited, like, right in front of you moveset. Gunlance is notorious for just being bad. But I've always loved both of them, so it's just very funny. <laughs> Not bad, just, I think, slow. Like, well, it's sl- well, Gunlance slow, clear time. is actually yeah. just really weak. Um, the actual point of the Gunlance, which is the gun, is just very low in damage um especially near the end of the game so it's just i i play it like that anyway i'll full burst and shell my way through every monster i don't care because it's fun um i'll use the wyvern fire even if it's super weak and i'll do whatever even if it's going to destroy my heat gauge i don't really care it's just fun Hmm. yeah and and it's funny because i'm a solo player solo player so you know, making a quest a little bit harder by doing that usually extends it by five minutes compared to other people. Yeah. So it's it's funny that <laughs> it's just like I enjoy Monster Hunter enough that that doesn't really matter to me. So it's funny. Well, on a solo, you don't have to worry about shelling everyone around all over oh, the place. Yeah. Too, oh yeah, oh yeah, full burst all the way, man. <laughs> yeah. Especially worlds, since uh, I'll be able to reload every shell in that little flick after I do the uh, the horizontal swing, so I can just kind of keep going. Oh, it looks like they have a pretty cool effect too. Where you can just kind of like dislodge a shell into the the monster yeah, the right? and just explodes like five seconds later. Yeah, that looks great. <laughs> so my favorite weapon, uh, I said it earlier, is is hands down dual blades. I started with them in Monster Hunter One. I I always use those in pretty much every other game. If there's like an RPG or something, uh, yeah. dual blades. Yeah, it's just what I roll with. Um, 
But like I said earlier, against the, the Keizu, I had to learn to adapt and stuff. And so I kind of shifted between two weapons for my main. I mean, I, like all of us here, really, I, I play all of them. I get at least, you know, 100, 200 hunts on each weapon. Wow. Um, but I, I really liked switching between dual blades and hammer because they're so different. Mm-hmm. One is fast, one can cut tails, one can, you know, little ankle biters. They're fantastic. And hammer is just a big smack to the face. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and what really got me into using hammer, I, I, I delved in it a little bit because in Monster Hunter 1, I actually found the, um, like I was mining and I got the the rusted hammer early on and upgraded that a little bit and I thought it was really amazing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. until you maxed it out, but whatever. Um, I didn't know any better. Um, yeah. But Yin Garuga and Frontier, or Frontier, excuse me, uh, Freedom 1 was... Mm-hmm. A mess. I couldn't dual blade him, so I ended up hammering him to just to feed him, and it made it so much easier. And since then, anytime I'm having problems with a monster or with dual blades, I'll just switch over to hammer and then run that for a little while. Yeah, I it's it's funny. Like it was something that I didn't say, but I definitely should have. Hammer's very weird, like its hitboxes and stuff, the way it's positioned. But mm-hmm. I also think it is one of the most satisfying weapons to connect with. I don't know why. Oh. It just feels so weighted. Yeah. Um, every move you get that golf swing yes. just mm, every mm, every single nice. move has so much anticipation like it feels better than the great sword somehow it's very weird <laughs> hitting that. I will say it's a very subjective point of view mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm sure the great sword mains are feel the that way about the great sword over the hammer and i still, love the great it's sword. like it's funny because <laughs> I, I like what they did in world like they did they definitely made the weapon like he kind of pulls it back more when he drops it down onto the ground in front of him and it fe- it seems as though they kind of made it look like he has more force behind it like there's more movement in it because I think yeah. I think one of the reasons like I really do like greatsword but I think one of the reasons that I th- feel more impactful with a hammer is that it's large and he uses his entire body to like swing forward with it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. whereas greatsword he kind of does that but unless it's the uh, the full like the supercharge where he kind of like curls back more, yeah, yeah. it it se- it mm-hmm. feels less like it it looks as m- almost like you know and this is fine but it it's like you know when you use an axe and you have to drop it forward when you like chop wood you drop it and that's how you get that impact and it I, kind of feels s- like that almost I- like you're not dropping it though. You're just kind of swinging it very slowly. And that was something that I didn't really like about how they positioned it. And that's a very subjective thing, like Fortwan said. So. I was going to say, I think like hammer and dual blades like are actually one of the harder like weapon types to actually like get good with. Because you can't, you can't block. You mm-hmm. have to like unequip your weapon to like, use items. It's still like pretty difficult to like position and stuff. Yeah, I but think... I was going to say... Sorry. Sorry, I was going to say, going back to the greatsword thing, I actually never charged my greatsword. I was a crit draw or punishing draw greatsword user. Hmm. So I, I've always wanted to try that. With like, That's always looked really <laughs> Punishing good. Yeah, draw fat. is a very satisfying thing to do. Yep, fast sheathing yeah. with like the crit draw or punishing draw. If you get both, I think that like, it was really hard to do. I think I might have done it in try or three ultimate. It was really tough mm-hmm. to do, but oh my god, so satisfying. <laughs> Yeah, I made a few sets with that in uh, Unite and uh, Portable Third. Yeah, it was he probably could have done really it for useful. you. I know they had tons of different stats that you could combine together. Oh yeah. Well, um, I think that does it for the introductions.
the main topic of what we wanted to talk about today is I wanted to sort of get into what every generation of Monster Hunter was before Monster Hunter World. Um, so there are a lot of new people who are going to be coming into Monster Hunter World. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really want to go into tutorials and how to play and that kind of stuff. Because, I mean, A, the things are going to be different in Monster Hunter World. Yeah. At least to a degree. And B, I mean, like, you're only a noob for so long. But what newer players did miss well. is sort of the history of Monster Hunter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was probably a noob for a good five years. So I think everybody was. Yeah, yeah. There's a few times when I go back, I'm like, oh, I'm still a noob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so for the most part, I just sort of go on to give people an idea of like, what was it like to play in Generation 1? And I understand that, Gog, you're sort of playing the outside person that didn't understand this kind of stuff when well, you first got there. I can be the audience going what oh my gosh and talk for them i'm like i'm like i'm like watson and and like sherlock holmes (laughs) so um just real quick i'm going to sort of rattle off um the monsters that were originally in monster hunter um and i'm not going to go into the small ones um suffice it to say that instead of banabra we had vespoids they're just bugs uh and there was uh hornetars which were crawling bugs which yeah, we don't, really, this, with great, yeah, those aren't around anymore, are they? Uh, they're in generations. Nope. They're in generations because yeah, they okay. brought everything back. But yeah, um, as far as that, uh, soon as third generation hit, the Vespoid and the Hornetars were gone, mm-hmm. um, replaced by Alteroth, which are the ants, and then uh, Benabra. Benabra, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm just going to go uh, basically down the list they have here. Basarius, Cephadrome, Diablos, Gendrome, Gravius, Gypsurus, Iodrome, Kazoo, Monobolos, Plesiath, Rithalos, Rathian, Velocidrome, Yeon Kutku, Fatalis, Kirin, and Laoshunlon. 17 large monsters. Wow. <laughs> that was all we had <laughs> yeah. back in yeah, my day. Only one try. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I put. Um, so recently someone on, uh, the Reddit, uh, r slash monster hunter put up a post asking how many hours have people played? And I, I really that. sat there and thought about it. I have easily put in over 2,500 hours into the original monster hunter because I had an over a thousand hour save wow. that I lost. Mm. <laughs> and then. Mm. I had a second save that was over 1,500 that I did finish. Damn. Um, so the, I put 1,000 hours into the original Heavy Bowgun. Um, and then wow. I went from Bowgunner to Greatsword user in the original Monster Hunter. Um, I'm surprised so, you were able to go back after you lost your 1,000-hour save because that same thing like happened to me. I had a 1,200-hour save on Monster Hunter and lost it, and I, I couldn't go back. I mean, at that point, I think the servers were down, too. But I took still. a I took a break. Um, it was probably a four month break. But I mean, I was in uh, early. No, not early. I would say late high school. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of games were coming out for me then, so I just got yeah. back into it. Uh, and then, thankfully, I actually found a friend online. I don't know that person's name. I don't even remember their screen name. Um, but him and I played pretty much the entire time together. Um, 
and I almost entirely ignored village quests aside to fight Monopolis. <laughs> um, so on top of that, um, a lot of people are very familiar with uh, a lot of the different weapons that came in, like the, the charge blade and the insect glaive, and even the switch axe is new. So mm-hmm. in the original Monster Hunter, we had sword and shield, dual blades, which was only in North America and Europe. Um, Jap- Japanese didn't get that till Monster Hunter G, uh, which is our version of Front uh, Freedom uh, One, um, and then Greatsword, Hammer, Lance, Light Bowgun, and Heavy Bowgun. So, a lot less uh, monsters, a lot less weapons, of course, uh, a lot less armors. Mm-hmm. If you guys remember, armor didn't tell you what skill points they had. You just put them on, and then they yeah. magically had a skill. I didn't even know skills existed until like HR twenty. Just because oh, I yeah. was always <laughs> upgrading armor and like doing like mix sets that didn't do anything for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made the Diablo set, which did not include uh, pants. Yeah, or waist. I think. Right? Um, yeah, I didn't include pants or waist. It was only the helm, the chest, and the arms. Yeah. So if you mixed it with what was it Rathian or Rathalos? I can't remember. Um, but it unlocked attack up large. Um, I think it was Rathalos. Which then. was, yeah. So it was like, oh, okay. So it gets that. I think it originally had tremor resist and that kind of thing. Um, maybe windproof. I don't. I don't remember exactly. Um, but it was a pretty decent set. But it was only three pieces, and then you had to put on another two pieces. So I just randomly put on the Vithal stuff, and I got more skills. And I was like, oh, that's a thing. <laughs> So, like, I kind of treated it as combinations, like item combinations, more so than, like, a tallying of skills, because it wasn't apparent to the user at that point. Yeah, it was all very behind the scenes back then. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I don't remember if uh, Freedom showed you the skills or not, um, which technically still is Generation 1. No, Um, I don't think they showed until Freedom 2, and then it was, like, a complete overhaul of the whole thing. Right. Um, I will say that Freedom um, did add it. So I do plan on talking about the whole generation, not just Monster Hunter 1. Um, Freedom did add a few new monsters, um, especially the uh, subspecies, which is where we first saw them. So we mm-hmm. saw the blue Yin Kutku. We saw Yin Garuga for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and people questioned uh, Worthalos and Rathian's relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, purple Gypsurus, pink Rathian, gold Rathian, silver uh, Rathalos, uh, as well as Zerzur. Uh, we saw the red Kazoo. Um, we saw black Gravius, white Monoblos, black Diablos, mm-hmm. green Plesioth, and we saw Ash Laoshun and Crimson Fatalis so colors. for the first time. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty much. <laughs> Yingurg was the only real new monster. Everything else was a reskin. Um, yeah. And the only things that didn't get reskins literally were Basarius, Cephadrome, and the Iodrome. <laughs> Gendrome. Yeah. Velocidrome. Cephadrome literally gets everything no else got a color. Uh, it does not. Um, <laughs> I actually just recently showed Wrath of Gog um, a picture of me and uh, my character in Double Cross on my Switch. And I have the Cephadrome charge blade. Yeah. Uh, and he was complaining about Cephadrome then. 
And I was like, yeah, it's okay. I liked it. Oh, Kieran didn't get a subspecies. I should know this. When did, when did Kieran get... get the ice subspecies? I think for you, right? Yeah, for you okay. is when he got it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The Oroshi. The Oroshi. black ice. Yeah. 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 That Kieran looks sweet. It did. Yeah. Really cool. It does. It's like black with it does. blue glowing on it. And, and red eyes again. Yeah. Really made him pop. <laughs> um, so basically Monster Hunter, the original one, um, for the most part was what we know and love today as far as gameplay goes. Um, I have mentioned this a couple times uh, in the previous podcasts where your attacks were tied to the right stick. If you guys remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a mess. You Half the time you'd hit the wrong attack until you like really got used to it. I remember Hammer just like, well, I guess I'm charging now. Okay. Yeah. You know, it was like a, I, think, I think you could actually hold R1 for that too then, but yeah. it was just all over the place. That's actually one of the reasons yeah. I really liked Monster Hunter. It just felt so different. Like it felt almost like weighty a little bit. Like you're just pushing an analog stick, but it's just like no other game kind of had that combat. It just kind of intrigued me. Yeah. Back um, then, yeah. The only game that I can think of, and it was a PC game where you sort of controlled your movements through not just a button press, was Die by the Sword. If you guys ever heard about that? No. Um, Doesn't sound familiar. <clears throat> it's a third person D D esque like works and that kind of stuff um except you did not swing your sword you moved your mouse to swing your sword oh so, that <laughs> geez, that's carpal tunnel waiting to happen uh so it's like wasd with mouse look arm swinging i'm looking at uh, <laughs> i'm looking at it right now um yeah you can actually still get that game on uh, good old games but uh that's it's um it, it was the only thing i could think of that compared to it at the time uh but yeah the 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 control screen was a bit off um you didn't even know what mining nodes and stuff were it was literally a crack in the wall mm-hmm. and you had to just sort of know it was a mining spot because there wasn't any sort of indication that it was just that your pickaxe worked there I guess yeah, no, that's uh, true. you would see the pickaxe and you had to have the pickaxe selected and you had to actually use it. Um, yeah, there was very just... little hand-holding in first generation. Yeah, it's true. In Monster yeah. Hunter 1. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it was... Yeah, it was very just let him go kind of thing. Uh, and they did throw a little bit of walls of text of you uh, at you in the beginning, but not so much that you really yeah. got to explain everything i think it was like five quests at the very beginning with the village elder and one of them was like here's how you gather something here's how you combine here's how you attack great go kill this thing now <laughs> yeah you're on your own go, oh, okay you, one of them was how you cook too <laughs> oh yep you had to cook that raw meat do you, That's yeah. true. do you think we'll get those in world again i hope not i i mean if I anything i think it's going to be like the demo where you know it's like oh do this, do this, this is how you do this. Hey, don't forget to do this. And then, you know, just kind you're, of a very generic run-through of yeah. cook meat, try it. Oh, you lost. Okay, cool. And then, you know, I'm just, just hoping, like, the intro down. to the game isn't, like, two hours of my time, like, cooking meat, grabbing blue mushrooms, and making potions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, 
uh, in the beginning of Monster Hunter, they didn't hold your hand a lot. Um, I remember being very lost on where to find uh, unique mushrooms until there was a bit of lore attached to Mooswine that a Mooswine would go over to a just spot in a corner. And it wasn't even like there wasn't even mushrooms there. It was literally just there wasn't a mushroom texture. There wasn't a node for mushrooms like we have now. It was literally like here's a spot on the ground where you can gather mushrooms. Um, yeah, there were like a pair of them in like what was it area areas. three or something like that. Six, I think maybe, it was, was six. It? Yeah, at the bottom yeah, of that and they cliff. Would, like, yeah, they'd go into like a little triangle formation. You're like, why do they keep stopping there? What's going on? Oh my god, What's, that's oh, awesome. oh hello. <laughs> yeah, so you had to follow the. You basically had to go truffle hunting. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was a lot of fun figuring out stuff like that. I mean, that was really the theme of like the first of Monster Hunter One was really. I mean, it, it was we were all like pioneering for the series. There was so much actually <laughs> yeah. behind all the layers and everything. Yeah, exactly. But we all had to figure yeah. it out because their guides didn't really exist back in that day for at least for a new series like that that's actually why i'm excited for world because it's a simultaneous release so we won't have tons of footage of people knowing exactly how to play the game yet it's everyone like more or less yeah there's going to be a demo and all that but there's still going to be a lot of stuff where we're all going to probably experience it for the first time which is cool Mm -hmm. yeah well i mean a lot of people have already experienced it though True. Yeah, I'm jealous of like Eric's gaming stuff like that. Those yeah, guys get the people demo. more important than us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a pretty cool guy. We had him on for an episode, so nice. It was awesome. Talks a mile um, a minute, but it, it it was great. He 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 actually talks like he's edited. <laughs> like it 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 literally is is very concise. That's how he, he just sounds. keeps it together, and he's he's able to include a lot of information in half a minute. It's very interesting. <laughs> yep. Um, anyways, so, uh, there was a lot of just sort of like not helpful things in that game. Uh, another, another thing is, um, monsters were a lot tougher back then. Uh, the idea of soloing, I guess was there, but, um, it really it didn't been, happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was non plus mode anyway. Um, so if you think about it the way the way I do, when they moved to PSP, they sort of realized that it would be kind of hard to play on your own, mm-hmm. which might happen with PSP. So they bumped down the difficulty in, in um, online in quotation quests, but basically multiplayer quests. Um, multiplayer quests, I think, were immediately balanced for four people instead of two like they are now, I think, is how it goes. I'm not sure entirely the exact numbers. Um, I'm not really a numbers guy, but I think I remember hearing somewhere that basically the balance is when you go online, they're assuming two to three maybe hunters for a quest. So that's sort of how the stats progress. Hmm. In the original one, it was the full four. Yeah, that sounds about right from what I remember. Because, I mean, typically, even if it was the most, the easiest of quests online, you know, you're, you're, hunting a cuckoo or something like that for whatever uh you, you typically would just wait for a fourth like it was it was just sort of how we played just i guess back in the that day. extra dps course, cuts off like two to five minutes maybe even like 10 depending on the, the quest it does but it was also so much easier to play in large groups in monster hunter one um simply because the way the guild hall and the online worked um so gog you're probably not aware of this either but the rest of us remember that 
um, you didn't, it wasn't set up like it is now. You didn't go into a four person room. You would f- pick a server and then pick like a lobby in that server. And that lobby could hold like 20 people. <laughs> and so it was the online world, online town of Mindguard. You go in and there could be 20 people in there. And then you just post, hey, I'm doing this quest. Whoever wants to join up. And there would be multiple quests being posted at the same time, up to obviously five. And so you could really easily. Like, hey, I need this. And someone from a completely different group could be like, oh, I need that too. Let me hop in for this time. Yeah, well, that's, that's and you just... how Try did it. So. Well, okay, so Try had, Try had a limit of four per hub. Yeah, but it was like you still the cities and all that. But... Yeah, yeah, no, you did. Um, but uh, the original Monster Hunter had eight. So you could literally mm-hmm. have two groups going. Oh, was uh, it only eight? Okay. Yeah, it was only eight uh, for the room. Now, what you're talking about is the right after you pick the server. So you'd be like green. I remember is one of them. Yeah, there's like yeah. they're co- <laughs> color coordinated. Yeah, it's awesome. It's been a few years. Uh, and then inside of green, there was like twenty different like uh, twenty person sections, which were like the city or town or whatever. So the mine guard and. All this other kind of stuff. I remember I always picked green. I always picked, like, room 16. And then there would be eight people per room. So it was... You had, like, a, or an eight max per room. Um, so I ended up just going there and playing with friends. Um, and it, it was very true of when you were going on a quest, it was, it was dangerous to be going without four. You guys were skirting the line if you were. <laughs> yeah, I remember just going as three. It's like, oh, do you think we're going to make it? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't can know we, how much time we have left. Can we do like, this? Like, question mark. Like, people are asking. Like, <laughs> I know I have my yeah. keyboard strung across my lap. My <laughs> so controller did I. Oh, wires yeah. going everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> that keyboard. I remember hooking up a keyboard to a console. It was like a foreign idea what? still today. Yeah. Yep. I had yeah. to USB. take my keyboard from my computer and, and share it. And whenever like I was playing Monster Hunter, my brother couldn't use the computer because <laughs> I had like the keyboard. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was all text. No headsets. Awesome. There wasn't any there wasn't any like in game interface to do it, I don't think. You just had to have a keyboard. That's sweet. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're kind it of It worked. I mean it worked well enough. Yeah. I think yep. I think they're going back to sort of that like more than four people per like village hub. Yeah, it'll be per sixteen. World, right? I heard. Yeah, sixteen. Nice. That's so you can have like four different groups kind of going on at the same time. Yep. I like that. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, I really that. like that. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I wanted to mention about the original Monster Hunters is that um, far more than any other generation, the offline and the online were very much segregated. Oh yeah. Um. And it wasn't segregated. I mean, they've always been sort of segregated. You had the village slash the on uh, the guild quest is what they call them now. Um, but I don't think that's going to be happening in world. I've heard stuff that, that that's not happening, that it's all just one quest line and whether it's online or not, um, which is cool. Yeah, I've seen um, that too. I wonder how that's going to work, um, though. You just... Hey, the it's quest players count as both. It's just the same quest online. Oh, you can okay. well, there, do it I mean, online, no, offline, probably. Yeah, you just treat online as offline. But does it just you automatically just balance? Like, it knows you're not online? Like, will, will it have, like, dynamic oh, yeah. balancing? Like, if there's two people on a quest, will it auto-adjust versus, like, one or four? 
yeah, I'm sure it'll be some sort of or it's all all static abilities now, right? Yeah. I mean, I could see it being an all static, just like this is how hard this is, and if you're good enough, you can do it. If you're not, you can't. I could see that. that Yeah, I could definitely see that. I'd rather have it that way, to be a little honest with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, scaling difficulty isn't a new thing either. I mean. No, uh, no, the Soul series has been doing that since Demon Souls. Yeah, dynamic scaling. So, um, it's not a new concept, even for Capcom, I would think. Yeah, but Capcom's um, Capcom, so yeah, Capcom well, is Capcom. That is a true statement. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> yeah, I just mean that Capcom is notorious for leaving us Sony PlayStation users to dry. Oh, sorry. Well, Go on. <laughs> Well, not just that. They just—they're known for not doing what. Well, maybe. Yeah, they—they they don't make the most sense business. They we do. Mm-hmm. Like I—I I yeah. wouldn't. Right. I, don't take... I wouldn't like if this was a stock thing. I would not put money in their stocks because I'm not sure where they're going. But like, not and money like they're doing fine. If it was stock on, like, like not like betting on what they were going to do next, you would just go bankrupt. You would never win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, aside back... from a new Monster Hunter game, every time. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, <true>. yeah. <laughs> right. They've been pretty good with their yeah, Monster Hunter stuff. Like their DLCs are always like free, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yep. They said they'll keep doing that. Yep. Um, they'll still have yeah, free DLCs. I'm curious whether they're still going to have a paid DLC. They probably will, but. They're definitely still going to have their routine of paid, uh, free DLCs. If, if if it's paid DLC, it'd have to be like quite substantial. Yeah, well, that's actually something that's funny. A lot of people were discussing whether, you know, they'd have their free DLC, like the normal thing, every month you get something. Um, mm-hmm. But then, um, at some point, instead of selling a new Monster Hunter game, they might just make the G-Rank expansion, if they even do one as a DLC. Like, adding another map, and more monsters, and G-Rank. Do we know if G-Rank is in-world? I don't think any of that's been um, confirmed. They or... said it's not been it's... confirmed here or there. Yeah. It, they they said there's definitely going to be a low-rank, high-rank kind of difference in, like, skill, like difficulty. But okay. I don't think they said anything about G-Rank. So a lot this of people are assuming that they're not going to have it. Mm-hmm. The first game also established some sort of trope of levels, mm-hmm. I would say. So we have our forest, so the forest and hills, which is a classic map, and we've seen it in generations. It's where we see uh, Ostalos. Um, it's where we see the, the central nest and that horrendous area nine that we used to have to fight people. <laughs> <in>. Yeah, <laughs> um, I never understood how they fit Rathalos in there. Is just they, they must not have because when he's hardly... charging through, like his wings are like clipping through the level. Like who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't does really the same work. Thing in gym now, it's even worse. Yeah. Especially yeah. when yeah. he does his teleport crawl, all where he's stuck in the corner on one side, and then he literally like slides against the wall in the tunnel, clips into the tunnel, slides all the way around the tunnel, and then hits you. <laughs> well, and. <laughs> That's one thing that's changed a lot since Monster Hunter One is Rathalos. I mean, he's his oh, movesets yeah. have completely changed. You know, yeah. especially oh, yeah. after Unite, it was just like 
I used to love hammering him, just bashing his face in was almost it was almost like the closest you can get to um, stun locking with the lance mm-hmm. was like hammer hammering Rathalos or something because you just knock him out like every other golf swing it seemed. <laughs> and I went in with a hammer into portable third, thinking I could do the same thing, and that did no, <laughs> did not happen. Yeah. He started flying all over the place and stuff. It was it was a mess. You definitely need <laughs> so, much more uh, like roll to the left, roll to the right, dodging kind of stuff. Yeah, the uh, original Rathalos uh, on that point um, and Rathian really had very little difference other than maybe a couple moves. Um, yeah, it was pretty so much Rathian, just what they did in the air was the only really differences they had. Yeah, Rathian had the backflip. They both would go up and fireball once. Um, Rathalos would do it three times uh, more often. Um, mm-hmm. But they only had slight difference in movesets. And here's the crazy thing. Kutku and Gypsurus all acted the same way. They all, mm-hmm. um, except for Gypsurus, would do that sort of triangle run to three corners and then come at you. Um, he was the only one that did that. Um, but they all were clumsy. Like uh, when a monster is tired and it charges and falls on its chest and slides, they all did that all the time that was just the normal thing they yeah, did it was and it was yes. just all the same they all yep yeah. all face planted and slid for a while and so hurt you yep. if you got even close during that time mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah so uh they all felt sort of clumsy and clunky and that kind of stuff uh you would see these really stiff movements when they're turning it looks so awkward <laughs> um yeah i can't even imagine going back to it now yeah, I actually, yeah. I tried to go back uh, like a few months ago or something like that to Monster Hunter One, and it was so difficult simply for the hitboxes alone that it was just oh, like, wow, yeah. I, I don't think I can do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, those wings would hit you hmm. no matter what. Like you could not. There's no such thing as going under the wing. The wing was part of the hitbox. Um, yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> the monster was a giant square. You were a slightly smaller square. I remember. It was, yeah. I remember wind being more of a, a thing in the first monster as well i didn't don't really find like wind resistance to be like that that good of a skill but i remember in monster Hunter one for some reason like you wanted it i bet that's hitbox stuff just the same yeah okay. I, I wouldn't be surprised huge. if like was there still the super armor thing with different moves in monster Hunter one what do, what do you mean by that I don't think... so um super armor is when like a great sword, when you release its triple charge move, you are in what is called super. Oh, armor, where you yeah, are yeah. So you're with, not affected by it. Yeah, you're hit with lighter moves like tripping moves. They won't affect you. Yeah. Um, the draw slash of the sword and shield is super armored. Um, the uh, the gun lance um, forward slam has super armor. The uh, yeah, I don't think any of that really existed in the yeah, monster one, except for maybe during the charge up of the hammer that might have actually been resistant to wind but i don't remember like huh. i can't recall either i do remember wind being an issue so i want to say like no mm-hmm. yeah well you have yeah. the first memory because i didn't great sword a whole lot but i don't think was there a it was just a single great sword charger was there a charge at all for there was no charge the there was there no was charge. no charge there was no yeah, charge that's the original I monster. I <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why i like the crit draw brings me back to my roots <laughs> There yeah. you go. Nice. Yeah, hit, hit and run was a thing. Hit, hit, roll, <laughs> sheath. <laughs> yeah. Um, you didn't even add the slap, did you? Uh, only if I no. hit the head. Nope. Yeah, because there was no. Um, oh, KO sorry. Yeah, in Monster Hunter 1. 
Yeah, no, no was, side slap. No, yeah. there was no, no side, side slap. Yeah. It was pretty much just forward to the side and, and the uppercut. up and back. Because yeah. yeah. KO wasn't yeah. or exhaust wasn't a thing or both. I think exhaust wasn't a thing until third generation. Okay. Yeah. Um, KO yeah. did exist though. KO did exist. Uh, yep. KO existed only on the hammer. I want to say. I don't think yeah. Did sword yeah. shield even have the shield bash in first? No, gen? no it yeah. didn't have the shield bash. That wasn't added so, for you. Yeah, I just the hammer had it, which made it kind of a really un- unique and cool weapon to use. <laughs> really useful, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just hammer, and then hunting horn when it came in in second generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anything else ever did uh, KO damage until third generation when they started mixing it up. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, yeah, so like there was a lot of sort of things fit into their box in the older games. Um, as you can see, like Hammer was the only thing KO'd and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, there was, uh, as I mentioned in that list of monsters, there was almost zero variety of monster types. Mm-hmm. So you had mm-hmm. flying wyverns, piskeen wyverns, and bird wyverns. Mm-hmm. And, uh,. Two Elder Dragons? Mm-hmm. Three, technically. Three Elder Dragons. Lao, Fatalis, and technically Kieran. Kieran, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the interesting thing about that was that Kieran uh, was only an event monster, if I recall correctly. Yes, it was a rotating event. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, it was very rare. It was the equivalent of having Kieran as being one of the monthly DLCs, except if the monthly DLC was only there for that month. <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah. rotated out about uh, I don't know. Kieran would be there about you know once a month, right? I mean for a week. Mm-hmm. So every uh, four weeks. I, yeah, something like that. I think it was on like a five week rotation actually. But yeah. there were two Kieran quests, and so they kind of mm-hmm. one. There was one in the jungle and one and in the swamp. One in the swamp. Thank you. Yeah. 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 So they would cycle those in. So it happened pretty often, often enough. Oh, I, for- I forgot about the typically during. <laughs> Yeah, but typically during those weeks, like you go into a hub and you couldn't do anything but Kieran. Like that's all people wanted to do yeah. because they had limited time to do him. You know, right? Well, it made some good stuff. It was, it was yeah. some of the strongest uh, lightning element weapons you could mm-hmm. get. Some and some weapon uh, weapons it was the only option for lightning. I think because mm-hmm. um, not yeah. you know not everything gets a kazoo weapon. That was um, yeah, that was the one thing good. with like the original monster and it was like you have like one water monster, it was Plesioth, you use Plesioth to beat like Gravios, and you can use like Gravios to beat like <laughs> Kizu. It was like there's only like, one counter. There wasn't like a lot of room for customization. Yeah, yeah, no, it was pretty straightforward. You saw a lot of repetition of what people were using. I mean yeah. <laughs> that brings up the topic of Black Dragon Spear, of course, but Yeah. Yeah, everything was pretty cut and dry. Oh, it was. It was insane. It was so broken. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they... <laughs> there was... I, I listened to someone... I don't know if it was, like, the makers of Monster Hunter, but, like, the damage... The actual damage numbers on the Lance weapon as a class were broken. They just did way too much damage. Like, all the Lances, not even just Black Dragon Spear. Well, and that's why you, we had headlocking. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so headlocking... So, the... I'm guessing what it was. I'm assuming it was that the head's flinch-like amount was low enough, or it was a certain amount that the lance could keep stabbing it and it would continue to stagger, correct? 
Yep. yep. Stab, yep. stab, dodge. Stab, 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 dodge. Flinch. Repeat. Yep. And you, Endlessly. You could also do it with, <laughs> I think it was like the blue ogre spear. It was one of yeah. it was one of the bone. It was the highest bone spear. If you popped either like a mega demon drug or something, hmm. you could you could do it with that one. But it was like a three hit headlock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There were there were all kinds of. It was so funny watching people different people a headlock because my brother and I were figuring out too how to do it because you had to learn it a little bit. It did take a little bit you of ha- skill at least. Yeah, it wasn't... no, you had to learn it and you had to you had to enter the room in a certain because of the way the ping was. To... You had to enter either like first yeah. or like last yep. or something. I forget how it worked. <laughs> Uh, Typically, you had to enter first. first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was always really funny. I was trying to coordinate that with people um, who didn't know keyboard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And there was, of course, there was always a little bit of lag back in the day too. So it was just like everybody waits, make sure he's through, and then you run in. Yeah. And no one used flash bombs. (laughs) It's just like that'll mess it all up. (laughs) Yeah. I I will say one Um, thing about the keyboard. At least you could use a keyboard and not 3ds's tiny little insensitive screen. I know, right? Yeah, it it worked just yeah. fine. Like, <laughs> hey, um, do you want to hunt? You canless came out as like, how do you canless? And then that was it. Like all one word because you couldn't hit the space bar because you hit another letter. Yeah, it's horrible. I still get that. Like even with like my cell phone, like, just just <laughs> trying to type. It's just like uh, hitting like a B or well, something. I mean, we definitely shorthanded out of time though because it was real time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, when you were typing, you weren't playing like the monster was was on you, you know, or something. The best boy paralyzed you. PL8, PL8, PL8. Dude, yes, exactly. (laughs) No plate, damn it. All right, everybody died. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I mean, they made plate runs super well. Well, not just plate runs. Uh, There was was suicide mining was the thing, too. Because no one... I never did that. Oh, I did that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Be- so really um fun because the because volcano took was, so long um so there was like a there was a high rank that you could get into in the original one um and when you got into high rank it wasn't that you immediately got dragonite ore it's that malachite ore became the equivalent of iron ore mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. rarity mm-hmm. um then dragon ore became the rare ore but an even rarer one was there called Firestones. And Firestones could only be gotten in the volcano. Mm-hmm. And they were so rare and so hard to find. Um, and you could only carry so many pickaxes because golden pickaxes weren't a thing. You <laughs> just had iron and old, um, which would and they, break. And you could, they broke twice as frequently, I feel, back in the I know, days. right? Um. I'm not sure about how often they broke versus nowadays. I feel that they don't break as often nowadays, honestly. It might be the same. Um, It's just like, you know, how you remember it. Yeah. It probably is, honestly. (laughs) But you would run out and you'd be screwed. Um, That's why the rusted weapons were such a big deal. Yeah. Because they were so rare. And to get a good one, an actual rusted one, instead of something like another iron lance you would get mm-hmm. or another iron greatsword um there was a lot of uh a lot of just like rarity was an issue so you know the whole reason why headlocking became popular is because plate runs were needed to get plates and plates were like an abysmal drop rate yeah it was like and one, we're talking one percent and there was no reward now there's like a reward when you break the head 
Yes. Yeah. The, the that didn't reward exist. was all just scales and hides. It wasn't. Yeah. It, yeah. There was no break rewards. There was no chance for plates and rewards. So there was no incentive to finish the quest uh-huh. unless you know Excuse you me. got you lost your yeah. items. So if you uh, abandon, <laughs> um, you, if you abandoned, you'd lose your items. So what would happen is everyone would abandon just to make it quicker if they never got a plate. But you type in plate pl8 if you got a plate on it and everyone just dies a, a, <laughs> yeah and then everyone just like okay let's just die now um now my brother and i always tried to enforce a variant where we actually just killed it then it's some honestly like it took could. like five minutes if you had headlocks if everyone had black dragon yeah. spears at that point <laughs> like yeah well my my brother was a headlocker and i was just the great sword in the back cutting the tail yep um the other people were just helping me cut the tail with the, so we the eternal annihilator did you have that great sword i think that's what it was called uh, you, you know that took five of each plate yep. to to make yeah. it was insane was i remember yeah. getting that and just like it took that's what, how i got up to 1200 hours was because it took so long yeah. just farming for that one weapon and uh, well same. and the fatalis armor set you needed plates for every single armor f- yeah plates for every single piece of armor it was nuts. yeah it was rathalos plates too mm-hmm. yeah it was mm-hmm. um, oh, and you actually it looked needed cool, though it looked amazing oh, was, but yeah. i remember farming laoshan lung for plates and that was there, i mean there's no farming you had to finish the quest yeah, yeah. And it took so long and yeah. uh, it was it was a mess. I think, and again, you need like five. Um, but that one did have at least I think I remember because I had my brother help me with it once because I wasn't a gunner back in Monster Hunter One. But he would go in and you could I think break the shoulders on Lao to help improve your chances, or at least that's what we thought. Oh man, people said a lot of things. I remember one time. I remember you he's... couldn't jump on the back and carve because that would ruin your chance to get a plate. Apparently, yeah, people were angry at that. I remember one guy. I don't know why I fell for it. It's like when I was first playing. He said you could cut the tail of Lao Shan Long. So, oh so, no! So you could... that that was a rumor. Yes, <laughs> that was a rumor because one of the descriptions of the weapons was strong enough to cut Lao's tail, and it was yes. just like, oh, so we can cut it. it. Yeah. All that meant but was yeah, like I, it, it carts. Everyone just leaves as the quest. Everyone's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I tried uh, specifically to cut off that tail. That might have been me that told you that, because I definitely remember spreading <laughs> that around. Well, yeah, because wasn't he just like a big walking hurt box? So you, his entire body just kind of hurt you as he moved on. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You had, like, you yeah, had to get was... into a cadence of hitting and rolling, sheathing, yeah. running up and well, hitting, rolling. You could knock him. You could knock him the... down too, hitting his like paws or his like his belly. Yeah. His paws. His paws. He's just a big cat. Just <laughs> <He's> a big <laughs> dog. The long neck. <laughs> yeah. Well, the scary thing about the tail uh, back in Monster Hunter 1 is because the hitbox was so huge, you would get hit by it all the time. Yeah, exactly. And the problem is it wouldn't kill you. It'd hit you, and it'd knock you forward enough you get hit again. where you just get hit by it again, yeah, you, and you just keep... You couldn't escape. You just couldn't escape. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. it actually would be a problem because you had to go through three areas where you had to damage level before you got to the final area. And you had to you run back and get out. Right, yeah. but... With only three deaths, it's such a risk for dying with such a long quest. Yep. You, you didn't want that to happen. So, Yeah, I remember it was like a harrowing experience to try to get out from in front of him to get back to the exit area. Um, because you would have to uh, run in and uh, run towards the tail, time it exactly right, and Superman dodge it. And then... Yeah. 
you weren't always guaranteed because the tail might still flick a little early and still get you. While you're lying on, on the ground, just like, come on, come on, come on, come on. On the, uh, yeah, on the exit, basically. Um, and it was possible to sort of double Superman dive at that point. So you'd run, Superman dive, you get up, I'd Superman dive again. Um, mm-hmm. But it was rare that that was even successful because you may get hit before you could actually even execute the Superman dive. It was just, it, it was a lot of... Um, I think the Superman uh, uh, the Superman dive was less forgiving in Monster Hunter 1. I think everything was less forgiving. Um, well, the Superman dive, once you hit the ground, I think is when you are no longer invincible. Yeah, and you took a while to get back up, and that's where it got scary yeah. when you were just lying yeah. there, like mashing. It was the getting back up. Yeah, it was it was terrifying, but I also remember. I mean, I went through the whole game again because the guides didn't really exist. Went through the whole Monster Hunter One, not knowing that Farcasters existed until <laughs> we were doing an event Lao Shenlong, and there was a dude in full Shinobi armor. Nice, and we literally out. thought like he he did, and we literally thought it was just a part of the armor set. We're like, shit, we have to get that armor set now. Like that's the only way we can do this. It's amazing. And then it was just an item we could have made since you know day one. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that was, there was a lot of stuff that was just, uh, it was no quality of life on anything. Um, no, it was really made you work for it. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was nuts. Work for but, true monster yeah. hunter game with, they make you work for everything. Well, I'm going to say, but even though it was so hard to play and so hard to get into, it was still an amazing mm-hmm. game that kindled the fire that I have for it that I'm oh, definitely. still playing at 13 years later. Well, hey man, and that's, that's because awesome. Monster Hunter's... It, it is, and Same. that's because Monster Hunter's been... Even though they've changed a lot of stuff, I mean, we've been through it. We've seen all the changes for Tuan and, and Crow. Yep. Um, it, it's, it's, it's stuck to its general pattern, or its, its, its original theory of, you know, the, the fun of this game is hunting these monsters and... Getting self-improving and then making the better armor and weapons to to prove that you've come this far. It's it's really like a self-growth game. It's not so much like a you know reward in a lot of other ways, which yeah. is kind of cool. So it's, it's it's one of the few franchises outside of like some of the major like Blizzard games that like I've really stuck to and like still play. Yeah. I mean, like you look at like Warcraft; those games are like so old, and they still like are popular. Like Starcraft Two is still going on, stuff like that. Diablo as well. Mm-hmm. I can't think yeah. of many others like, but Moss Hunter just like sticks there. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. funny how like Monster Hunter's developers like you can tell that they're so invested into the game. Like you know the way that they have kept the core gameplay this whole time. You know, and like even going yeah, into yeah, they the haven't world, changed their formula. The world like. Everyone, uh, like, I, this is a little bit of speculation, obviously, because it's not out, but, you know, they've discussed how, you know, they're trying to keep it Monster Hunter, even by adding all this stuff. Like, this was the game they've always wanted to make. This is mm-hmm. what their goal was to yes. be. So, this is something that they've been trying to do this entire time, and this is something that they wanted Monster Hunter to be. It just seems like... They couldn't do it. How te- could they... Technology and stuff. Yeah, like, it just seems like something that's like... They were thinking this far ahead, and they cared this much about their game. Like that's just something mm-hmm. you don't see with other games and consoles, yeah. like Mario. Mm-hmm. 
oh, we have a new console. Okay, we're going to make the standard game, but we're going to add a little bit of things that complement the console it's on, the new things that were added to the console. <laughs> and they kind of have this focus where they go again and again and again, and they have the same core gameplay, blah, blah, blah. But it's still... You can tell they it's just a filler. It's just there. There's not that heart and soul that you get from a development team that, you know, you can tell works their butts off trying to make the perfect Monster Hunter game. And, yeah. right. it's, it's amazing. I'm just impressed they've stuck with the same formula for so long of, you know, they haven't really changed up, you know, why you're farming or how you farm the monsters for parts and like that. Honestly, it's, it's because it's like oh. Monster Hunter is such a perfect game. <laughs> To me, I don't know. It's it's crazy. They've got, they've got the right balance. It's got like a you know? it's I mean, perfect loop. Like it's like the perfect yeah. gaming loop. Like, it's sad to me that to it's play? not yeah. popular in America because I think it is. Yeah. It is one. It is my favorite game genre. Yeah, I would, I would say it's up there. So my favorite like well, you've got so many. You've got so many other spin-offs and different games and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I mean, this steps a little bit to the side. But we were talking Destiny. We were playing Destiny two earlier, mm-hmm. um, and there are so many different systems out there for loot that you know destiny uses like rng and so you're going to get the same crap over and over and over and over the same thing is whatever you do doesn't feel rewarding but monster hunter treats all their loot differently all the loot you can use or that you get you can use either for any part you want because there's so many different weapons and armor that you can never get enough you can sell it for money and the best thing about it is no matter all the parts you get you choose what you make out of it so most other games give you the weapon at the as a reward you get parts as a reward, and then your reward, your Sorry. true reward, is making exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Monster Hunter really has succeeded, even since day one. Is you get to make your own path forward with it, and it's sort of really MMO RPG. That's like the heart of it to me, right there. Going back to like why you kill the monsters, like the whole meaning. I feel like in Monster Hunter One, it's kind of going back to like sort of like the no hand holding. I feel like Monster Hunter One had a more like almost like a horror vibe to it. it was like these monsters are like killing this poor little village and you have to go kill them and now it's like leaning towards like we're just doing research on the monsters like yeah <laughs> yeah in the first one if you were on an egg quest it wasn't like um it wasn't what it is today where it's like uh, annoying yeah you know what i mean like egg quests are just annoying yeah nowadays <laughs> um they, they block were, off paths and stuff. It's, yeah, yeah it's, only they go after, out of their way to make it stupid difficult. Only after you pick yeah. up the egg. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. they've blocked off paths in the first one also. Um, oh. the, they did. The, um, but the problem, the problem, the difference between now and then is that then it wasn't treated with this sort of like, this is an egg quest. You have, we have this, you know, difficulty spike and basically a gathering quest. Um, you know, you have to go carry this and you're now slow and that kind of stuff. They actually made it extremely difficult in the original ones to do by yourself because Mm -hmm. it took so long. You would fail so much. So you had not only infinite spawning, uh, Velocipray, the Velocipray. hone in on you from a mile away. Um, literally half the screen, they would jump. I don't know why we're not, Um, I don't know why we're not talking about Balfangos. Oh no! I was, I was getting there. I Wolf was just Fangos thinking that Powderstone quest. Oh my god! <laughs> Those are the worst. Wolfangos were worse. <laughs> they would all focus on you. 
Um, immediately. Yeah, yeah. immediately. Yeah. Right, the right away. was immediate when you entered her area, so they all yeah. came at you. It was so bad, yeah. and they and their ch- their charge time was just it was almost shorter it seemed than it is now. But the crazy thing is that because the graphics were not the best, like I'm just thinking the volcano right now. Yeah. Half the time I couldn't even see the Bofangas until they were like close enough to me where they'd hit me. And also their hitbox, mm-hmm. I'm guessing, is larger and less accurate. They yeah. Yeah, definitely couldn't have been as accurate. It was nuts. But it did make us really good at egg quest because I do remember getting that powder stone back and like you'd zigzag, you'd do the wiggle oh, formation, yes. yep. and you'd alter when you sprint and when you you know when you lay off it and you'd hit that sprint just right yep. so the bullfang was right behind you. Yeah, I got that down. Same. <laughs> I, yeah, it was um, it was a far more harrowing event, <laughs> and on top of all of that, nowadays you're on an egg quest, the big monster is. Something star equivalent. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think. You, I don't know. If this is a specific example in generations, but let's just say it's a Kaku, right? You would go in, and Kaku is the one basically guarding the egg. Honestly, right? Kaku would be really annoying because he moves in a much like he's usually charging, and it's a much smaller movement. So that would actually be terrifying. <laughs> well. That level of a monster, yeah, yeah, yeah. that level of difficulty, that health pool, wh- whatever, however you want to say yeah. it. In the original Monster Hunter, it was Mythalos that was guarding those eggs. Yeah. And you were nowhere near the ability to be fighting a Mythalos mm-hmm. yet. Um, it was it was like fighting the Legiacris on the Monster Guts, or the Tigrex on the Popo Tongue, yeah. or the Glavinus on the Abyssal Mushrooms. Like, it's not... It's not meant for you to win. Mm-hmm. You can't. Uh, well, I mean, you can. You can. You shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you come well prepared. Yeah. Um, and in the older days, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was this definite, like, like not uh, kind of like a horror to it. It's like, mm-hmm. I am in over my head. What is happening? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then you would get people like valiantly try to fight the monster off, but the monster hones in on who's carrying the egg. So you just had to hope he wasn't in the area, and you basically would have lookouts. You would have to say, okay, you could only ever basically have two carriers at the same time because we did all three were carriers, and the one guy protecting like was so risky because mm-hmm. it was weird because. Again, with that zoning thing, where the lancer had to go in first with headlocking, the, the egg carriers had to go in first, mm-hmm. despite being protected, because the egg carriers are the ones that the minions mattered. So, basically, the guy who's protecting would wait till he's out of range, not hit, accidentally hit some of the egg carriers. But he would right. kill the Velocipray on his screen. Yeah, and they would and die. And they would die yeah. on the egg carrier screen. But the egg carrier was having to deal with them as if the Velocipray were focusing on them because that's literally the way it mm-hmm. was. It was, the even though you saw each other, monsters only saw you. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> the way it worked. And like that's why everything focused on you because you were the only thing interesting in the room despite your other friends being there. Um, the monster that's why you kind of got this turn taking thing that eventually started happening is because it saw 
you, and then it saw him, and then it saw him. It, like it, it wasn't, it it wasn't like uh, it wasn't aware of everyone at once. It was aware of one person at a time. Um, and it was very apparent that like, okay, I've got the focus now and it would just, it rotate. I think, I I think it was a straight up rotation on order of entry. (laughs) (laughs) It was was very, uh, very harrowing, but I'd also like to point out that even in the egg quest in Monster Hunter one, the Kelby would attack you without even being provoked. (laughs) Oh boy. Because I remember once you got through, once you got into the first area, you would think you'd be safe because, oh, there's just Kelby here until three of them gang up on you and just knock you down. And you're like, what the, what's going on? So you even had to dodge those things. And there was, it was, it was a mess. That's it. I'm grabbing your horns. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, it was a much more difficult game, but again, that core gameplay was still there. Mm -hmm. That the other thing that, you know, a lot of times we go back to, um, the ecology stuff is still there. Those old ecology videos, their old FMVs mm-hmm. of every, you know, a couple monsters. That, <laughs> yeah. When you have the crocodile, uh, uh, crocodile hunter style plesia thing, <laughs> where it comes out, the jaws like grabs an aptonaut, pulls it under. You think it's going to be okay, and then it gets pulled under again. Um, Keizu eating the Kelby hole. Yeah, Keizu eating the the Kelby, um, Diablos. Two Diablos fighting for territory. That was cool. Even though it was sort of muted, I would say. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like an intense fight. It was just them sort of clashing and then one just like slapping the other with his tail. Um, mm-hmm. I'm watching it right now, actually. Oh, and, and then Gravios just wandering into a nice, nice bath. Yep. It's yeah. like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm taking a nap, guys. Go away. <laughs> I'm going to go take a nap in some lava. Yeah. Just disappeared. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, but they've always wanted to do this ecology stuff, like you mentioned earlier, God. Mm-hmm. Um, the the ecology stuff was always there. It's just hard to get out of a PS2. Yeah, it's hard to you know get that kind of AI in mm-hmm. there. So it, it was very stilted and stunted. Yep. But you would see things like, oh, it's 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 injured, so it's going to go rest, or it would be as simple as it's thirsty, so now it's flying to area nine with a water pool. Hmm. And mm-hmm. drinking out of the water. Um, it is impressive how, how they've always had, given their monsters, like, actual life, even in the beginning, which was pretty neat. And they feel believable. They feel like believable yeah. creatures. Yeah. They always ha- mm-hmm. have, um, which is, again, why I love Ignactor so much, is because here's this fire molten lava dragon that bores through the ceiling and dives out of the ground, and just like a corkscrew. And it still feels like a believable thing. Yeah. It still feels like that could exist, at least in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you look at all of the the research and behind the scenes they put into the monsters, like Tetsukabra, they like they literally like studied frogs, mm-hmm. like to see how they move. Yeah. And everything. Like the tiny little minute movements and stuff are all it's all calculated out. They all they all yeah, do that. And they've that, done that since the beginning, which is which is very model. impressive. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, so did you guys have anything else to interject about what it was like to play first generation or do you think yeah, we it covered was, it? Looking back, it was pretty awful. Gravios one shot me more times than I can count. <laughs> Fatalis was a one hit kill no matter yeah. what. You had to have a bow gun. It was... oh, I love that. <laughs> I do want to say that um, 
that was a thing. Fatalis was like, "You are bow gunning, or we are not participating." <laughs> Yo, yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm still really salty about that because, like, I remember getting to up up to ready to do Fatalis, and like, I'm good, I'm good to go. I got the best armor I can, the best weapon. I show up, and they're like, "No, you don't have the Fatalis bow gun." I was like, "Yeah." I haven't fought him yet. They're like, yeah, but you have to have it to fight him. I'm like, what? No, he just what? needed something for class level twos, so you carry 99 of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, seriously. And then you you got really good at combining on the spot. But it was it was really interesting because having that mindset of Fatalis was so insanely difficult. He was one shot, I, pretty much no matter what. I do re- remember like this memory sticks with me. There was like one hunter I played with, and he was using the Eternal Annihilator, and he was meleeing the Fatalis. I forget. Wow, that's incredibly. I forget impressive. what armor he was using. The They're... only experience I had with someone mailing Fatalis was probably a hack because yep. we went in. This guy said, "I'm gonna headlock Fatalis with black, black Dragon Spear," <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." He's like, "But I can only be the only one in the arena. There, everyone else has to sit in the base." And we're like, "Okay, let's why? do it." <laughs> I don't know why, but thirty some minutes later, however, it was actually quite a while. He, he killed it, and we went over, and he was dead. And I was like, "Oh, nice." Okay, that was awesome. Even, we could have done the it. Ha- even the hacks were hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even yeah. the hacks took 30 minutes. I was like, we could have killed them in half the time with all bowgun, but th- that was cool. Good job. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious of whether it was like how the aggro was that might have helped him do it. Could have been. Yeah, well, and I think that's probably, I, and that's why we believe about them, because Fatalis very clearly would switch from player to player to player yes. uh, in Monster Hunter 1. Um. Well, what I was going to say is that while it was a thing to say that you have to bowgun it, um, I, another friend and I said, no, screw you, we're great sword users, and we did it nice. one time. Wow. That's um, really impressive. I never even attempted it like, in Monster What would you have to use? And... Like, do all of his like basic attacks do dragon? Like, I felt like that might have been a thing. Like, They all had dragon elements. If you try to use like Fatalis armor or like Rathlos armor, you just get wrecked. I don't even remember what I was wearing. I just remember that um, we had two people on the doing the bowgun route, and then him and I on great swords. Mm-hmm. He covered the tail and the back legs, and I covered the chest and the head. Um, <laughs> as much that's as a I dangerous could. spot to be because when he goes down for that snap and drag, it's like as soon as he goes down in Monster yeah. One that started yeah, the one hit KO. You had to. You had to. Get out. Run. Yeah, get out. Yeah. Um, I have this weird fantasy where I feel like if you wore all the best Hornetar armor with like the highest dragon resistance, you could melee Fatalis. I don't, I don't, I don't know if the armor would hold up, but I just want to believe that it's possible. Hornetar armor looked amazing in oh, Monster Hunter. It was one. so good. Yeah. But it was also it like so hard to get. It it did look like a Gundam. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say is um. One thing we should also mention, um, and I've mentioned this in previous podcasts myself, green sharpness was as far as it went. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was it. Yep. Yeah. That was it. Um, which, w- which was interesting because I remember being stuck on yellow for quite a while on hammer, but like when I started going on a dual sword pass, like you got green pretty quickly, which was kind of cool. It didn't even matter with yeah, lance. I... You could like pierce at yellow. <laughs> yeah. And, and sword and shield too. Um, sword and shield had a weird pierce thing too. You could pierce like Gravios wings and stuff. Or maybe that was in huh. PSP versions. Did sharpness increase attack, or was it purely what you could hit? It increases the attack modifier. Okay. Like, yeah. like how much damage you do. So it end. is like how it is now. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the formula is even the same. I think so too. Now, which green I wouldn't is, doubt it. Yeah. Green they... is even. It is a one one ratio. 
Um, so you were always doing reduced damage, I felt like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which made it even more difficult, because the monsters even had higher HP. You're doing less damage. <laughs> yeah. It was a big FU game, basically, to the players. <laughs> yeah, and we still loved it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that's basically it. Again, Monster Hunter Freedom, which was the equivalent of the expansion, didn't really add that much, aside from the uh, subspecies and... Um, Garuga. Yugen, Yugen Garuga. Um, uh, and I... One last thing I wanted to touch on is in the original game, um, the Forest and Hills was a big map, um, but there was a jungle, um, and the jungle was its own jungle that I don't think ever reappeared. No, I miss that jungle a lot. Um, actually, it was one, it was in the so, PSP versions, I think. Right. Uh, of Freedom Two, the jungle was replaced with a different jungle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So the different jungle was more had like a beach if you remember, mm-hmm. um, and it had that sort of cave like giant open cave in the middle, and then you would oh, get to the other yeah. side, which is the more jungle uh, area. The original Monster Hunter did have caves uh, in its jungle, but it was more like a bamboo-ish forest on one end, and then you would go to another end and. Get, don't get me wrong. I think this jungle was in other games, um, but I, think I don't. It was think... in Un- I think it was in Unite. They brought it yeah, back in the yeah, G rank because I remember fighting Kangalala in the original mm-hmm. jungle. But I think they called it the old jungle. Uh, yeah, I think it was point. in Unite. Even the swamp for Monster Hunter One took a while to get back in. I think. I think. Uh, I think they took it out. It's definitely in Generations because I played it today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely in Generations, <laughs> but I don't remember seeing it. It wasn't in the third generation. Um, so Freedom Unite, I think, had all of the old maps, and they called them old. So it was Volcano oh, okay. Old, Jungle Old. Um, yeah. So a lot of people who have played Freedom Unite have probably played the original Monster Hunter maps. Um, but I think everything at one point was changed. So there was the original desert, which I've... Uh, the original desert is... Um, the way we see it now in Generations is that original desert, but it's been severely changed. So yeah, with the hills. That first area, you have these dunes that you're running across. That used to be a flat, open plain with, like... And much bigger, like, too. Mm-hmm. A, yeah, it was very bigger. Uh, a lot of cacti uh, and palm trees, and it was just an open area. And then, with basically the same connections to caves the exact same sp- spots on the map, mm-hmm. except, you know, it took an extra three, three and a half minutes to get to that cave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there um, were like 10 cephalos flying around everywhere. Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> you would not be able to hit out of the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Much. I remember failing uh, quests cause it's like, Oh, I'm out of sonic bombs and I can't get these stupid bastards. To yeah. The, the, the piskeen liver is just not, it okay. took me so long to figure out how to get past that. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, at first I did try with a hammer to get them out of the ground and just, it didn't happen. Yeah. It was, it was, they had a high threshold for getting out. You just had to hope they get out, which wasn't often. Um, <laughs> so you had like, uh, so there's original forest and hills, the jungle, the desert, the original volcano. Um, <clears throat> it's very different in the fact that I think even in the remastered version, they didn't keep some of the same areas. I think um, 
Because there's I'm that trying. one area that has basically a giant curve around an island, and then it goes into the peak of the volcano, and yeah. it's reversed. It's into a, like a circle around that island, and that island isn't there. There's it's just lava in the middle, and the redone maps of that day that day and age. Um, but it used to just be an island that's that's where the monsters slept, is that area. And they would just stand there and spam fireballs and fire beams at you, depending on you know mm-hmm. what they could do. Uh, so <laughs> that was uh, that was an endless suck, I guess. <laughs> I think I think too like I think if you didn't catch the wrath loss or if you didn't have like poison throwing knives, it would just sleep and you couldn't get to it. Yep, nothing you could do. Yeah. Gravius was yep. the same way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Gravis would wake up and then just spam fire beam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I paid to have a gunner. Luckily, yeah. Um, my, yeah. I mean, my brother and I shared a PS2, but he's always been like a just he always went gunner, and so watching him play back in the day was like really kind of. I hesitate to say inspiring because that gives him more credit than he's worth. But it was really cool to see <laughs> <Damn>. that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was really. He doesn't play Monster anymore anymore. You know, it's like okay. what the heck? he doesn't deserve the Come credit, on, man. Then. <laughs> but he is getting world, so that's a plus. Nice. And I can't wait to play with him. But we never played it, so I would watch him play. Um, and it was really interesting to see how differently he played. And that was one of the things, the advantages he had as a gunner is like he was always able to hit the monster pretty much, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. And um, especially back in Monster Hunter 1, like as a, as a gunner was it was quite risky it was so because unique of the hitboxes and everything. Not many people it was unique. You didn't gun until you are about to fight Vitalis. That was basically it. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was expensive, and you you wasted your money on armor yeah, that you you know armor and weapons and everything else, and buying on Claw Day, it was you know yeah well, Claw Day. Yeah. There goes all <laughs> your three hundred thousand zenny or whatever. Yeah, and and Honey Day, it was it was a mess. <laughs> Hon- yeah. Honey Day is still a mess. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I do want to mention is that uh, in the online hub in the original game, you had to go to the blacksmith to be able to change out armor and weapons. Like, it wasn't just, like, in the quest area or something like that. It wasn't convenient to change items Mm -hmm. at all. Um, Yeah, it was a real pain. It really was. But at least the blacksmith was really cool. Like, I really did like that area as opposed to just a counter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's actually very much like what they've showed in Monster Hunter World. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. At least in aesthetics. Um, it does look pretty sweet. So yeah. Also in, in Monster Hunter 1 online, did you guys ever... Uh, I mean, a, lo- a lot of... I think it's what's what's funny is uh, what I'm really proud and happy to see on like the forums and on Reddit and everything else and just in the Monster Hunter culture is a lot of the original Monster Hunter 1 like memes, if you will, from the day are still hold strong. Like... And and I know one that's disappeared that's probably close to Fortuan and, and Crow's heart is is Poogie the the pig. Oh yeah, and, and he's come up many pig. times. Yeah, you had to pet the pig. But I just remember back before any time before we would hunt Lao, we'd go to the five different rooms at the inn and pet each different pig because we thought <laughs> each one gave us more luck. To get the plates and, or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, and it took like an extra ten minutes of prep for everyone to go pet their damn pigs <laughs> to get back That's into awesome. the hall. <laughs> it was a mess. Is, is Poogie confirmed yet in World? No. Nope. Uh, I'm not, I'm not no, playing on this. Them yet. I, this is my one speculation. <laughs> so the moss swine are there, but I'm mm. just I 
I don't think that they're going to come back. And my reasoning is that it's very hard to make a pig look cute with textures textures that are HD. Real life pigs are cute, so I know I don't understand. I don't know. I mean, you ever see a pig but, in like a blue and white striped pajamas? Yeah, it's, it's never cute. it's never naked. You always have it in a nice cute costume. It's like your own little poogie. <laughs> <laughs> never nude poogies. Never nude. <laughs> never. Yeah. Never nude. No, honestly, I really. But, and also the, uh, the the little sheep, but you know the llamas. Oh, the what are they called? Fufa. Mufas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They were they were all right. They're no poogie, but they're all right. I just had mine in the apple. That was good. <laughs> but also the uh, the plesioth meme stemmed from Monster Hunter One as well because that's when it was. His hip check was extremely, oh. extremely bad. He was like hips for so, days. Oh, he was huge in Monster. Well, he was like one of the right. He was like the biggest, wasn't he? The biggest monster. Him, him and Gravius, I think, tied. Yeah, like excluding um, all the Talus, excluding those guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I now Glacian <laughs> was definitely longer. I'll give you that. Yeah. I think both Gravius and Plesioth were taller. <laughs> Yeah, Plesioth was extremely tall. Like mm-hmm. I remember fighting up against him, and most of the time when you were up close, you wouldn't even see, I guess, what are they called? His knees? Yes. I guess he has knees. Uh, you wouldn't see his knees on the screen when you were actually fighting him on his feet because he was just so yeah, tall. Gold crown, Plesioth, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. And no one, no, one had, no one had water armor. Like, no one was ready for that. <laughs> like no, that that beam would hit you like a rocket, and it's just you wouldn't yeah. see it coming. The only he put you to sleep after. The only time. way you'd have and water he, armor is if you just already fought Plesioth so many times <laughs> that you had water armor. So then there was no reason you would ever fight Plesioth again because you wouldn't want to. There was <laughs> there was a lobster armor in Monster Hunter One, three pieces. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's how I first discovered the skills, yeah. and that it was... made you look ridiculous, but I used it. But there I was... think you had to fight Plesioth to get parts of that too, anyway. Yeah, yeah so. like the yeah, you did. like lobster uh, tail. It's like small lobster shells or something. Yeah, yeah, small and, and large. From... Yeah. Um, and they dropped from Plesioth. Yeah, um, yeah, because he ate them in the lore. <laughs> uh, the the one of the rumors was that in the jungle that there was an area um, just before the caves uh, that Kazoo was always in. Um, so this area was basically, um, knee high water that you would run through maybe ankle high. Um, but you would see little lobsters, um, (laughs) scooting around in the water. And it was a rumor that you could kill those lobsters and carve them. (laughs) There's so many weird rumors like that. Yeah. There were so many weird rumors. Yeah, I never heard that. I tried to catch those lobsters and just kept getting frogs and stuff, and eventually gave up. Yeah, but I never, I never heard the kill and carve. That's yeah, fun. there, there was, there was definitely the rumor that you could get them outside of Plesias, and I tried many times to follow that rumor <laughs> to, to no avail. Yes, to no avail. Um, yeah. So yeah, the 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 game was basically built on. <laughs> Sticks and stones that would break you. Yeah. <laughs> From across the map. And, and they really, like, like going back, there really was, like, so little in customization. It was like you had Rathlos armor, or maybe you had, like, Diablo's armor. I don't think any... Did anyone else, like, wear anything else besides, like, Lao Shen Lung and Fatalis? Like, that was it. Uh, Rathian was... 
a good jump in set. Yeah. Yep, I used Rathian because it had a health and def or okay. at least health, yeah. I believe. And the female armor set always had that sort of big giant butcher's skirt. Oh yeah, um, yep. Uh, that was <laughs> that's been around really forever, popular. I think. Yeah. I know a lot of people um, like don't like that the females have those giant armored skirt things, but I think those are badass, in my opinion. I've never heard people complain about that. Well, uh, well, I guess a lot of people mostly complain about how women have the open-faced helmets because they think they look stupid. Yes. Yeah, they, I can see that. There yeah. are a few armor sets that don't, but yeah. yeah. And then, like, um, they're, like, mostly fan service. Like, Well, I, I don't want to say Kieran because <laughs> man Kieran got the assless chaps, so. Yeah. <laughs> man Kieran's Kieran in an armor class the, all of its yeah. own. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> It yeah. really is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's been in since Monster Hunter One. Yeah, too, you don't, is that armor yeah, set. You don't wear Kieran armor or, to like to have good defense or do anything like you know to win. You wear Kieran armor just to yeah. look good. I, uh, <laughs> well, mixed sets. I used it for elemental attack in Unite and Portable. Yeah, no, just in Unite. I think I used it for it. Was it was pretty yeah, good. I saw on but the, yeah, uh, the Monster Hunter subreddit that um, the one of the variant. Uh, armor mm. or like not armor but the uh variant skins of the monster hunter hunter in marvel versus capcom, capcom. versus marvel yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a kieran yeah, armor infinite, with the yeah. kieran weapons mm-hmm. so that was interesting kieran greatsword yeah well yeah. i'm yeah. guessing it's the counterpart weapons too because she uses dual blades and bow too yeah yeah probably um they only showed the greatsword yeah though. it was a promotional picture yeah yeah um, but yeah, that makes sense. Of course, they're gonna pick the the iconic <laughs> Kieran yeah. armor for her for her sub. Also, holy crap, she is jacked. Have you seen like the visuals of her? <laughs> she's like super. Yeah. Like she's not like like I I I don't want to be like subjective, but most of the girls in Monster Hunter are very petite. Yeah, they're they're like the perfect like they have nice chests and butts in their somehow still thin um but she's like she actually is very like muscular and built she has broad shoulders it's funny. i i like what they did with her they made her and especially in the story trailer too they made her like you said earlier she's a badass yeah. she they made her a warrior she like visually that's what they needed to do built yeah that way she yeah. is she is black panther's right hand girl yeah. Um, yeah i've seen the story um, okay, I watched nice. it on YouTube. Uh, she she is basically his, I don't want to say bodyguard, but she reports directly to him. Number uh, one. Uh, and Black Panther is the king of the world. They're, <laughs> they're a little mixed up world um, of Monster Hunter. Which is always thought was weird because the Monster Hunter map, it's like, here's a armored rhino pulling a cart in a desert that... Um, has a statue of a Rathalos and a Black Panther. And I was like, okay, so the tie-in with Black Panther I see, but why is it not an Aptonoth pulling the cart? Why is it a rhino? Like, <laughs> did we just not have enough African theme here? I just... Right. Let's pull a little more of the resources. Let's have a little bit of a better mix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, cool. I, I don't think I have a lot more to say on the original Monster Hunter. Do you guys? I, I think we covered... A, Covered enough. Covered, yeah. yeah, covered quite a bit.
Uh, all right. So for the end of this, um, Wrath of Gog has a quiz prepared for the three of us, the rest of the three of us. This is as hard as that other quiz I saw the other day because that was tough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So Shady Figure in our chat had posted a trivia thing that he had made three years ago. Yeah. Oh, somewhere between Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate and 4. Yeah, quite a while ago. Um, which was 40 questions of pure torture <laughs> yeah. and very difficult. Which I did stuff. not look at. I did not look at that quiz. I didn't I didn't look at it, it either. It gave me a small it was like, conniption. It was a lot about the Japanese um, stuff too, so like I didn't know too much about that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like that's it fair. It was like what's the English version of but a fit of Burukafu or whatever. Yeah, I've heard of that name. Oh, that guy, yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of the original ones, I think. But so, first question: Which weapon slash weapons were not available in Japan's version of Monster Hunter One, yet were present in the other releases? Dual blades. It was dual blade, and there was one more. Um, but I can't remember. So. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I didn't know this, but that would be dual swords. I learned that today, right? Okay. Hopefully. Cool. Okay. okay. So you were all right. You all said dual blades. Mm-hmm. Jealous nice. almost said that there were two things, but it was just dual oh, blades. Okay. Technically, um, two swords. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Nice. I can't. I can't take this stuff. I'm the one that's supposed to make this. Okay. Okay. Yes, you all got it right. So that's okay. So question number two. So this monster was. uh, Wait, wrong. That's a follow-up. Okay. So a two-headed undead cobra monster called the Crypt Hydra was planned to be in the original Monster Hunter, but was removed because blank. I have no idea. Probably because, oh, here's a good answer. Because the hitboxes would have been too insane. There. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have no idea. Sweet. <laughs> it was removed because they couldn't handle the AI. It was too complicated. Okay. Okay. So, we went from everyone getting right to everyone getting wrong. <laughs> yeah, solidarity. <laughs> That's right, guys. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, it was funny. Um, I think Vengeful said he had no idea, but he said the hitboxes would be too insane. Jealous just said he had no idea, and Fortuan said something that was kind of interesting, which was that the AI would be too confusing, too difficult to interpret, yet yeah, to create. Yeah. I would believe um, that, yeah. The actual answer was that it was removed because of negative reception from fans who didn't want to see a supernatural monster in the game. Huh. Huh. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Thank so you, I guess, fans. Yeah, because like it was actually. a two-headed undead cobra monster. Oh, the undead, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I didn't pick up Which on is they were sort like, of what they repurposed into Narcarcos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, they should have listened to their fans 20 years ago, or 15. Yeah, they really did that, eh? Narcarcos? It's not undead, though. It's just uh, bones covering two tentacles that look like heads. Yeah. Spoilers, if you haven't beat him. <laughs> it's just bones covering two tentacles that look like heads. Yeah, no, that's definitely better than Undead. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm actually glad there's not like too much crazy stuff. Like with Double Cross and that rocket powered guy, I kind of feel like it's like getting away from the whole like natural ecology and stuff like that. 100% agree. That's what I love about Monster Hunter is that everything is so. Yeah. Like monsters are based off of real animals. Like there's Urukasu is a bunny. Yeah. Exactly. Like, literally. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm anyway. sure they could explain Rocket Dragon in some way. I mean. Oh, I'm sure they could, but like. It, it's like harder to connect it's, with a Western audience in that way. Well, I mean, you think about it, the fireball, whatever, right, coming out of the mouth, it just means that it has those chemical reactions coming out of siphons in its wings. It's it's done. You've convinced me. It's fine. <laughs> Bring on the rocket-powered dragons. <laughs> <laughs> That's that, I mean, that would be my interpretation, done. at least. All right. Uh, question three, I guess, Gog. How many, how many do we have? Five? Well, Five? that's the thing. You just kind of screwed one of them. You, uh, you said the thing about Nekarkos, which is actually the next question was, this monster was later thought to be revamped in a new game. Which one? Mm. And that was going to be Nekarkos. <laughs> well, let's just say we probably all would have gotten that one at least. Would you, Jealous? Uh, I might have messed it up. Oh, okay, dang, I'll, dang I'll give you. I'll just give you all points. <laughs> I'll just pretend. I, I mean, it doesn't matter if I gave you points or not points. It's still it's the either, same place. Is this like whose lines it anyway? The points don't <laughs> it's matter. Either generations or it's all made either, up, right? and the points don't matter. It's, we didn't okay. make it up, and the points matter. So <laughs> that would mean that I have three questions left. So okay, that's, that's fine. Okay, stop messing question... up, Fortwan. <laughs> so question three. I like to talk. <laughs> no, Gog likes to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sorry, I'm actually talking too much now. Go ahead. No, it's fine. That's Why better now? I don't know. I like it. <laughs> um. So, what was the original initial release date down to the month of Monster Hunter One? Japan, America, Europe are all acceptable answers. I think it was like May 2004. I'm guessing. Okay. It was March in Japan and September in the US. Okay. Well, I need the year too. Oh, yeah. Um, 2004. <laughs> okay, thanks. I don't think I know the actual day, but I, I, I want to say it was September of 2004. I know it was 2004 sometime, but I don't know the other... The exact day or even really the month. Okay. Sweet. Okay. So, you all got it right. Oh, Somehow. Yes. I'm actually really surprised. Fortuan was showing off, and he had two of them. Um, he had <laughs> Japan and America. Yeah. Um, jealous out of sheer luck. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. No. Jealous actually didn't uh, get it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> so, it was March 2004, mm. not May 2004. Oh, it was March? Oh, I didn't get it either then. Well, no, no, no. You actually did. You got the uh, you got the North American release, which oh, was September yes. 2004. Go me. So, yeah. Damn it. What was the day? Was it the 4th? March 11th um, in it was... Japan, and it was September 21st. Oh, wow. Jesus, 421, you insane yeah, man. Yeah, um, outside. <laughs> it's, a, it's a place. <laughs> yeah. Hey. No, that's... <laughs> okay. 
I hate outside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to the outside. I'm agoraphobic. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean, I guess it makes sense that like if there's claustrophobia, there'd be like non-claustrophobia. <laughs> the opposite of that. I'm, I'm scared of claustrophobia. Opposite of claustrophobia. Yeah, there is a, a fear different of wide thing, open but also spaces. a thing. Yeah, yeah, fear of wide spaces is what it yeah. is. Um, which I guess would make spent uh, make sense if you're like in space, but I don't know. I think that's a whole different fear. Yeah, because you're not you're not really in an <laughs> yeah. open space in space, if you know what I mean. Well, it's a pretty open space. But you're, but you're in a spaceship in space. Well, what if you were in the space of space, though? But you don't... You're dead. Kinda, in space. You don't care. But, like, I'm in a house right now. Mm. <laughs> true. Very true. Probably frozen. Okay. Next, Next question. question. Tone it down a little bit. Okay. So, what are the four original types of quests in Monster Hunter 1, like, listing off their names? Uh, hunting... Capture, mm-hmm. gathering, mm-hmm. and it's purple. I'm gonna say repel. Okay. Uh, if I heard that right or understood it right, I think it's like capture, hunt, gathering, and whatever the purple ones were, which I think were like event or legendary quests. I guess. Okay. So I need a confirm on whether it was. Legendary or champion? Is that the other one that you said? I don't know which one. I said like, event I or said. legendary. So since I didn't say champion, let's go with legendary then. Sounds cooler anyway. Or purple. Is purple an answer? No. Sorry. It's not colors. <laughs> so right, legendary? Well, legendary. Okay. Uh, I think it's gather, hunt, capture, and repel. Okay. Thank you. Ooh. That, that was... I, f- I feel really bad for you, Vengeful. So, I, yeah. the purple one, <laughs> the one that no one knew, was Event. Oh, it was Event? Oh. Yeah, what? and Vengeful, oh. so, Fortuan I, and Jealous uh, both said it was Repel. Yeah. Yeah, because Vengeful said, has. Yeah. And Vengeful was like, oh, I think it's Event or Legendary or whatever, and then he muted, and I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, no, <laughs> you were right. And I went back and I was like, I think you said event or legend or champion no, you, or something. Yeah, you're like uh, legendary or champion, and I was like, oh, I didn't say champion, so that must be it. So I'll just be honest and go legendary. And I was like, oh, I think it was event. Should have been purple. Yeah, I, I could have done it by color, but I thought that might be too easy. That's pretty. You easy. know, for you, for you, uh, <laughs> you old timers. So no okay. one got it then. Nope. Damn. You All right. Almost, almost pulled into the lead, vengeful. Oh, damn. Yeah. So close. Okay. So, next question. Last question. Okay. Um, what was the length of time, um, days, months, years, whatever, between the cancellation of MH1's online servers in Japan compared to outside Japan, and which was first? So, I'm pretty sure that U.S. would have been first, um, based on how popular it was over in Japan compared to U.S. It wasn't popular mm-hmm. in the U.S. And it had to be... God, I want to say a year, probably, until the Japanese ones went down. Maybe two years, but I'm going to say a year. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to guess, because I, I don't know. So I'm going to say um, U.S. Went, U.S. Europe went down first, and it was okay. a difference of a year. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you want to give a guess? Uh, Like, when it was canceled? Yeah. 
like the or which one went first at least between sorry could you repeat it so between monster hunter one yeah it was between the cancellation of monster hunter one in japan compared to outside of japan i'd say probably japan would probably go first because i'm guessing they had resources in like other sequels sorry can you say that again? i say japan went first because they probably had resources into like the sequels of monster hunter so they would just okay. no one would probably play the first one if everyone's playing second or third or whatever. All right, yeah. that's what. I'm... And then what do you think was the time in between? <sighs> I have no idea. A couple months. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So none of you got that one right. Uh, but. It was actually funny because um, Jealous kind of had an interesting thing because it was it was outside of Japan, so it was the West first that canceled. Mm-hmm. That makes um, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jealous had a really interesting thought because he was like, "Oh, well, maybe they canceled in Japan. <coughs> Excuse me. Maybe they canceled in Japan first because it was probably released in Japan first, and they would be moving on to a different game, so they wouldn't have as many people on the servers, um, which I thought was a really good idea. But unfortunately, it was wrong." Um, <laughs> I think since this is going to be a tiebreaker between Vengeful and Fortuan, since mm-hmm. you were both right about one part, we're going to go on how close you were to the actual difference, and that'll be the tiebreaker. Ooh. Okay. So, Vengeful, you said one year. Fortuan, yeah. you said... One year. I thought... Oh. <laughs> It's a tie. <laughs> Shit, I thought you said two. It's a double tie. <laughs> no, I said one. Okay. Well, you uh, you tied the tiebreaker, and now I'm going to go like find some random thing <laughs> off the internet. Okay. And we're going to we're going to we're going to duel out. Give me a second. What was okay. the color of the event Quest of Master 1? Purple. I win. <laughs> yes. I got that right too though. <laughs> <laughs> What was the... You all went, which one's the purple one after you said the other <laughs> yeah. one? What's the drop yeah. rate? That's about What's right. the drop rate of a Nova Crystal from the mines in the swamp? <laughs> There's no way oh, I know God. this off by heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Do you actually know that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> so Monster Hunter is the third best-selling franchise of Capcom currently. What Uh are the two games that are game series that are above it? Um, As in first and second. Uh, Resident Evil and um, Street Fighter. Okay. This is really going to display how little I know about Capcom outside of this, but I'm going to have to go ahead and say, and this might not even be right. I don't think it's the right publisher or developer. Uh, Street Fighter (laughs) and Resident Evil. I don't know. Okay. What the hell? This is so... <laughs> we didn't get it right, did Vengeful, we? No, Vengeful guessed. He had no idea, and he got them both. Yes! Yes! I should have said the order. Maybe that would have helped. But then again, you probably would have guessed Resident Evil is higher, and then it wouldn't have mattered. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't care. We're, go- we're going again. <laughs> I mean, well, are you willing to try to edit through all this? Yeah, crap? I'm fine. So, oh, okay. are we both tied again? Yeah, you made it Both sound like you. Right. You, you most. You I, I didn't know. I don't really know much else outside of. Cat no, I know that answer actually. <laughs> I know that Resident Evil is their top, and Street yeah. F- Street Fighter is their second. Um, 
especially when Street Fighter, whatever crap version, it's on the Switch, um, <laughs> sold super well. I I just wanted to point out that there's also on this random trivia thing I just looked up, mm. there is a a thing about all the different names people give monsters, like names. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excuse me. And one of them was Joassic Park for Devil Joe. I've never heard that I've before. Never. Me neither, actually. Here's Joni. I haven't heard that either. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Here's Joni. And then one which is the most common nickname, <laughs> Jill. obviously, Jill is G.I. Joe. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, which doesn't make sense because immediately before that is giant angry pickle, which is obviously the only one people use. <laughs> well, yeah, we that's... think the community that we're a bigger oh. part of is Reddit, and they have their own lexicon, a lot of different things. There's also <laughs> Astrol, which is you know probably pronounced with the Spanish pronunciation of Joe. Oh, okay. Ho. Hmm. Um. <laughs> Halitosis instead of halitosis. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, just JoJo like the anime. Uh, Rex and Barney. Okay, yeah, I've, I've heard seen, Barney I've seen before. Barney, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. Sam Trios's fat mode was called Sh- Jabba the Shark Frog. Job. Okay. I've never. <laughs> what? This Not is so that weird. creative there. No. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Let's get our tiebreaker. Um, yeah, we gotta we gotta find this now. Hmm. This is stressful. <laughs> I know. I can't believe you guys are going so long. You guys need to. Oh, I have to say the question. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> n- it's a little ninja boring. sword. I say hornets are. Okay. Pretty sure ninja sword was composed of uh, ore and fatalis parts. I guess. Okay. I'm going to give it to Vengeful, because it was Fatalis parts, but it wasn't ore. Oh! It was Fatalis crust, a guild ticket, and five egg tickets. Ooh. It's over! <laughs> I feel cheated. <laughs> what, did you, what did you say, Fortswan? I said Hornetar. <laughs> oh. I actually, you said Ninja Sword, and I immediately went to Odyssey, and I was like, Odyssey's only made of ore, so it's, that's... Well, I'm looking at Odyssey, going, it looks like it's made with more than just ore. It has like oh, is yeah, it really? Gravios wing, Basarios wing, and a Rathalos wing. Oh, maybe that's. Oh a, yeah, I remember that. It was yeah. the one. It was all the wings. I had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that too. Yeah. Apparently, I got next. Cool. Up. Cool. All right, there you go. All right, <laughs> I lost. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for that the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. you know the one that you were thinking of for Twan was the Black Katana. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. MK. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a cool one, too. Thank you, hunters, for joining us, and we'll see you next quest. Happy hunting. Happy hunting, guys. Thanks for having me. Whoopee. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for joining us today, hunters. You can catch our latest episodes on SoundCloud, and everything else you can catch on Reddit, Google Drive Download, and YouTube.